top again, baby. That's got everything to do with you. I'm alive.
Whoa. What the hell was that? Man, oh, man. This is a new rap song going out there? This ain't even Cardi B. In the Hellcat. My booty hole brown, my coochie pink. I ain't never heard that my coochie stink. My no, I, I doubt that. I'm clear, yo, come green. I'm throwing ass. Who's come is green? Making the scene. Sex. Ratchet hoe, but I feel like Kim Kardashian. My pussy good, that's why a bitch stay pregnant. Wait a second. Kardashian does not rhyme with pregnant. He, 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 she wants to tell Joe Biden he, she wants to suck on them presidents. Wow. Boy, that, that's the old gut punch right there early in the morning. Woof. My God in heaven. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that around in case anybody wants to hear that again later. Uh, good morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the That's Right, You Guessed It, uh, the Arnie State Show. Ladies and gentlemen, Whoa. can I please have your Whoa, attention? Wait, wait, I've wait. just been handed an urgent what? and horrifying news story, Uh-oh. and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We have a special mail alert. Now, this is, this is a very, very special mail, so we have to do a very, very special thing for it. That's right. We're going to start the show off with it. Let's hit it. Dips in. Let's go. Got some problems. I can help you. Uh, don't you worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there time after time. Now you gotta ask, so why can't I help you out? Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a Come, don't you really miss me when paychecks now come out? Ask me now, ask me now before I find another cow. I told you I'd do it, and then I did it. That's right, I'm fucking a cow. I'm fucking a cow. My voice in the morning hours and miss me. The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place. Driving down the road, you hear me say all words like shit and fuck, talk and cunt. Ask me now, ask me now before. 
I'm popping. Fucking a cow. Fucking a cow. Ask me now. Or I'll fuck a cow. Oh my god, Dawn. You're such a sow. Now that's the way to start a show right there. God damn, that was good. Listener mail brought to you by our dear friends at uh, JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. The rest, oh, my God. Oh, my God. They try to sell you what you think is goat cheese. No, that's man cheese. My God. My friend Jesse doesn't even have goats. Please call him at 775-267-4123. This letter... Um, oh, wait, hold on. Let's do this. Oh, what a Let's beautiful go through the whole bit here. morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Oof, now we got through it all. This comes from Timmy and Nicole. Saint. They, they are saints, as, as I will be cantonized later on this year, uh, or sometime as St. Arnie, uh, but St. Timmy and Nicole. Now, let me preface something in this story. I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but I have a, uh, a dear friend that was going through a very, very tumultuous time. Um, I've got sound. Uh, everybody else got sound. Rhino, bear, uh, log out, log back in. Even though there's no sound, you can't hear me. Was going through a very, very tough time in their lives. And this person is a very good friend of mine. And I wanted to help my friend out. And I knew where my friend was. And I knew that there were some ass family members that would be close to my friend. I reached out to my friend and I said, hey, do you mind if I give your information to Timmy and Nicole? And that's where Timmy and Nicole spread all their magic, helping my friend immensely. And then I got a text message asking if I could read this in Lister Mail today. It says, Arnie, can we do a special Lister Mail tomorrow? I'd like to say something, and I know I won't have time to type in the morning. Anyways, I want to thank you uh, for thinking of us and asking to contact your friend. She, she says her name because they know each other, but I'm not. Because let me tell you, I've gotten a lot more out of this deal than your friend. I feel like fate put us in touch, and although I've only known this person a short time, I feel like we're kindred spirits, even though your friend doesn't eat meat Drink or smoke. Smiley face emoji. We have a love for animals and small farms. I truly enjoyed chatting with your friend, and I know that I have a new friend anyway. I wanted to say thank you. You, you do not have to thank me. At all. This is, what, this, this is why I do the show. It's for the Ass family. And the Ass family will help each other out. Sure, we can bicker, we can differ on on political issues and things like that, but when it all comes down to it, 
One person is helping another person. And it didn't cost them anything. And look at there. They gained a new friend out of the entire deal. That's pretty much a win-win there for you. And, and by the way, yes, I will be accepting the Nobel Peace Prize at any moment. So uh, I, I wanted to read that. I wanted to get that uh, from the start and, and say, Timmy and Nicole, thank you so much for, for all you've done. And this is why we do it. So there you go. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's uh, let's uh, start the show. Let's say some good morning, shall we? I gotta go way back. Holy shit, you guys logged in. Damn. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, wait, hold on. Where am I at here? There we go. First one here. Okay. All right. Now, now we got it. Now we got. It. We're we're good to go. First one here, Mad Hatter. Shitter was full. Yeah, good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. He says, good morning, ass. Master J, that is his name. And all wild DJs, he will tame. Mr. J says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Let's kick today square in the nuts and heads toward the weekend. Yeah, oh. And let me just tell you something. Joe Murphy and I, oh, it's going to start off. He doesn't even know what he's walking into today. Oh, your boy is a little fired up because we are only 10 days away from college football. Woo! Sorry, I had to get that out. Hockey guy! Good morning to you, my friend. Hope that you and your family are doing well this morning. There he is, the one and only. It's T-shirt time? Yeah. 1210 is T-shirt time. It is 1210. It's T-shirt time. You know, here's the deal. T-shirt time. Look, look, get out of the man's way. Rhino is on his way to the the, the post office to deliver some hats and some shirts to a very, very important client. All his important, all his clients are important, but this one's a big one. So get out of his damn way. And by the way, if you want kick-ass T-shirts, you ain't got to scour the internet anymore. Go to 4T5Printing.com. Go there. They can make anything. Put Ass Family in the code, 20% off. Come on, man. It says, good morning, assholes. Fuck the Democrats. Okay, <laughs> all right. Starting off that way. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I love political season. And we're starting to ramp up. And yes, I'm going to talk about it. Please be a fart. Family, happy Joe Murphy Day. At some point, will the NFL realize that D2 schools can't produce quality starting quarterbacks? Harry 2.0 and now Lance. Look, hey, 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 hey. We'll talk about it. I I, I have a prediction. And, and, and you Niner fans ain't going to like my prediction. You're going to say, oh, that's just a uh, that's dirty pool, Artie. Uh, that, that's not cool. Uh, no, man, we're going to be good. I, I'm just, it's a prediction. I could be wrong. It's happened once, maybe twice. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Damn right it is. Jazzman says, morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day, also known as Friday Eve. Everybody get your weekend pregame on. Damn right. Right, It says, Trump 2024, America's dead. God bless Rudy Giuliani. Off to make deliveries. See y'all in an hour or two. All right, fantastic. Oh, my There she is. 
cars? The one, uh, the only bratty kid. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. What, what did I do? What, 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 what's that? What is that? Cameron Dias says, good morning, ass family. Cameron, how are you, my friend? Oh, I love trash. Cameron, I got to get on your good morning here soon. I'm writing it down. Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Cameron. Okay. Cameron, I got I got you covered. Uh, I haven't heard this one in years. Uh, College Station. Stars at night are big and bright. Says, good morning, assholes, and fuck scab, Don Key, and Joe Biden. Yeah, well said, Station. Thank you. Timmy and Nicole, there they are. Man, you guys are awesome. I just got to say, awesome, awesome, awesome. Good morning to y'all. I have to add that Trash Panda is one of my favorite characters here. Uh, I I love y'all. Y'all are fantastic. You fucking whore. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher, good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you're doing well this fine day. Getting them kids to school safely in the war-torn streets of Fresno. Godspeed and good luck, my man. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? I don't know, Fred. Why? can't have kids with other men. There you go, Fred. Says, good morning, ass family, and R.I.P. Terry Funk. Yeah. Terry Funk, a legendary wrestler. Hardcore legend. He was, and, and by the way, breakout role in the greatest man movie of all time. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. He was the tough bouncer when Patrick Swayze took over. Terry Funk was a legend. He was awesome in the ring. I don't remember a lot of his early work, but his Japan work, and then what he did with Ric Flair, and then what he did with Mankind and Mick Foley. There will never be another Terry Funk. Terry Funk was a true legend. Uh, ICP version is better? No. No. He gets it. Get on board, everyone. <laughs> I do like the ICP version. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. Free at last. Oh, wait, wait. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. I'm sorry about that, Kale. I don't have an anger problem. No. I have an idiot problem. You, you don't. You don't. You just have an ICP problem. That's all. Uh, no big deal there. Sanchez family says, yo. Becca, Becca. Derek, good morning, my friend. I hope that you are doing well this fine day. This is Morning Ass Family on this Friday Eve. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yes, Triple T, you, my People friend, are. Uh, let's see. Uh, what was that last line? Good morning, ass. Well, it's official. My A's have officially been eliminated from the playoff contention. I was hoping for a huge comeback. Those are some terrible lyrics right there. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You mean, you, wait, you, you can't mean, you can't mean this, this gym. Here we go. Let's do it again, shall we? Welcome in the Hellcat. My booty all brown, my coochie pink. I ain't never heard that my coochie stink. My come clear, yo come green. I'm throwing ass. She wants to suck on them president. That that was the last line, Christopher. 
Stuff says, how'd you get my new EP? I knew you had something to do with that. You and your Travis Kelsey infatuation. My God. I didn't think you would stoop so low. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Don't you miss me when checks come out? Oh, absolutely, they missed me. He's fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm Mm-hmm. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Uh, I'm exhausted today, you're out, says. But good morning, y'all. Up to Truckee and all of Tahoe today. Oh, God. No, thank you. Ugh, mountain driving? Yuck. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Battleborn says, good morning, all shit. Yeah, good morning to you, Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Uh, Gibby says, morning, y'all. Happy Friday, Junior. Uh, it rised in the house. There we go. Good morning to you, Arised. I hope that you are doing well today. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl, good morning to you. Whitewashed all up in the hizzy fo shizzy. Let's see. uh, Restart number four work. Tracking number in 15 minutes. Trey Lance's disappointment accepted. Oh, it's going to be worse than that. My prediction is going to be worse than that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but... I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo. Woo! Baby. Alicia, good morning to you. Gold! Hey, yo! Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Terry was the middle name. His Christian name was Outlaw. <laughs> What the fuck are these lyrics? It's some video. Some, and they had another one, but I didn't save it uh, on, on the TikTok. There, if, I, if I find the other one, I'll play it tomorrow. Uh, this is from Big Ty. I, I don't know the name of the band. My coochie is pink. My booty hole, my booty hole brown. My poochie is pink. I ain't never been told my coochie stink. That, that that's some award-winning lyrics there. She actually rhymed the words Kardashian and president. No, no, no. She tried to do Kardashian and pregnant, not president. Pregnant. Oski. Wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. Good morning to you, my friend. Since it's Joe Murphy Thursday, I better hear some hard R's again. So Bad Baby is ghostwriting lyrics for others now. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Boosh, good morning to you. Ah, let's start the show, shall we? Um, last night, look, look. If I let anybody down, I'm sorry. Um, I did not spend one second on anything political last night. Last night was AEW wrestling night, so I was watching wrestling. No Ranger game. Thank God, which means they didn't fucking lose. Way to go. Hey, Red Sox, Red Sox Nation, we owe you one. Thank you for that win over the Astros last night. 
Rangers pick it up again tonight in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so last night was the first Republican debate, and I guess Tucker Carlson on Twitter had Donald Trump on. I didn't watch either one, mainly because it's way too early. Okay, It's just too early. It's too early. And everything that happened last night, I've read the reports, I've seen the stories about the debate that Nikki Haley was there, uh, uh, Schwami was there, Chris Christie, Mike Pence, Chris Christie because he's so fat he's there twice, um, Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, yeah, I saw Ohani's not going to pitch the rest of the season due to an injury. Oh, there goes that $800 million contract right down the toilet. Not a good time to get that injury. Whew. Thank God the Rangers didn't trade for him. Chris Christie's his own running mate. And look, they all went out. This is how you can tell who won and who didn't win. Swami was attacked last night by pretty much everybody on stage, which means he's the one that they fear the most. That's the way politics works. They go after the guy who they think, and, and they try to use his record and his, his naivete, his, his lack of being in public office, they try to use that against him. And they don't ask real questions at these debates. The first question should be asked, and, and I think they did near the end of it, but uh, you all realize that you're running to be the running mate of Donald Trump, right? <laughs> Reminds me of Tony Soprano's joke about Jenny Sack. said she's so fat when she hauls ass she has to do it twice. Chris Christie got up there, and he, he did his, you know, he tried to go after Swami, and Swami just spat him down. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw you hug Barack Obama. He goes, yeah, just like you did. Pretty much shut him down. Look, look, here's the thing. Of all the people that, that are running, the only person that, that has me halfway excited is Swami, but I know that he ain't going to get elected. I like the things that he says. He comes out and says climate change ain't real. Now, you can hate him for that. I, that. That tends to go into my wheelhouse. This is what I'm talking about when my personal vote comes into play. I think if you realize they're fighting for VP, uh, Vivek gets it. Yeah, and he's turned down the VP already twice, and we'll, we'll see when we get closer. But as of last week... This is not a joke. Ron DeSantis lost his second place grip running behind Donald Trump in the Republican primaries. He lost it to Chris Christie, which means he went from 9% to 7%. Donald Trump had like 47 or 48%. He has a 40% lead over the second place buffoon. Ron DeSantis was there last night, didn't do anything. Mike Pence is a fucking, he's the most flaccid penis I've ever seen on stage. 
And and like I said, I didn't watch last night. I saw a picture, and he's a flaccid penis. My my, my pen. Look, look, when when I look at people, and I look at them, and I look at them for president of the United States, I want somebody who who looks like there's someone to be respected. They don't always have to be feared, but at least I want the respect. Now, you can look back on people and you can go, well, that guy didn't really, well, maybe not too bad, not too shabby. And I'm going to tell you this right now. There's a major reason why Bob Dole and John McCain didn't win. And, and, and you're going to hear this from me, and you're going to go, no, that can't be true, Arnie. These are two war heroes. Yeah, they were. And we elected them about as far as they were going to go. You know why? Because they were broken. We don't want our leader. This Look, FDR hid the fact that he was in a wheelchair for most of his presidency. Now, look, Governor Wheels here in Texas, he does a great job. But he's, he'll never run for president. Well, I shouldn't say he shouldn't run. That, that, that's, I didn't mean it that way. Come on, you know what I meant. Our president can't be flawed. That, that, that's what I'm trying to say. And, and maybe it's a small percentage of people that would vote that way, but it's a small enough to shake it to where they won't win. I mean, come on, it, when it came down to if you want experience or no experience, are you kidding me? That's the biggest farce when it comes to politics I've ever heard. Because the Messiah only had one freshman campaign at Senate run, and I'm talking about Barack Hussein Obama. He was a law professor who then ran for Senate. Might have had some smaller roles here and there. But John McCain was a war hero. He was a moderate Republican. A lot of people call him a rhino, whatever. I, I, I'm not here to besmirch the dead. And he had served in public office. He had experience. Barack Obama kicked his ass. So don't tell me you need experience. Christy looks like a high school principal. He really does. He looks like that principal that really wants to fit in, but nobody likes. He's the principal. Chris Christie is the principal who pulls up. And he's got his, he, he, he got his ride bumping, and this is what he pulls up in. That's magic every time I hear it. But, yeah, that's Chris Christie bumping in in the, in the minivan. Hey, kids. Hey, hey, dogs. What? what? He, he's the awkward Caucasian. 
That's a that's a that's a species here in North America, the awkward Caucasian. Oh, Crockies! I see one over there. Hey, look at him. He's trying to fit in. Uh, hey, my brothers. What's uh What's happening? Got any hot chicken? Oh, Crockies! He's going right for the stereotypical. Anybody heard the new Bahad Bahabi song? That gal is fresh. Oh, Crockies, he just blew it. The urban youth are now walking away. (laughs) The awkward dude. Hey, Saturday Night Live, you can go ahead and steal that one. That one's really funny. You 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 could get a lot of you could get a lot of, of walking room with the awkward Caucasian. You can make fun of white people as much as you want. He's lit. <laughs> hey guys, what's going down? We're gonna commit a four eleven. Oh, crockies, he repeated a wrong penal code number. (laughs) Anybody got some yay-yo to sling? Oh, he's trying to now fit into the drug culture. Another stereotype move from the awkward Caucasian. Christy tries to be hip and say, yo, yo, that's deaf. He's an ICP fan. So last night kind of went the way I expected it to go. Swami stood out because he stood up for himself. All these other people, look, look, this is a race mainly between Swami and DeSantis. That's who this is. This is for runner-up. That's all, that's all this is. This is for, you know, the, 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 this is the kissing your sister trophy. This is a VP race. Like it or not. And by the way, if neither one of these guys decide to accept the VP, then they will not be in office. DeSantis will stay in Florida, of course. Swami will go back to whatever he's doing, but he ain't going to be in office. And the other lot of these fucktards that are up here, the, the Nikki Haley's, the Doug Burgum's, who the fuck is Doug Burgum? They're trying to get cabinet posts. Psst. You see, they're high up in the party enough to where they're going to actually let them run. That means they want them as the Secretary of the Interior, the Secretary of State. And by the way, Mike Pence has no shot at a cabinet seat. Not saying Chris Christie does, but that's usually what these things mean. Unless you're in the, the wonderful Biden administration, then you become a czar. Like John Kerry, ran for president, lost miserably, is the, the czar of climate change. It's all politics. It's all, look, here's the thing. 
these people, and yes, by the way, I said these people, these politicians, these people have hit their ceiling. There is only one seat that, that goes higher than where they are. Electability-wise, and that's the president. Now, there are offices higher than theirs in the Senate, i.e. the cabinet, and they don't have to get elected for that. They just have to be appointed and approved, and most of these people will be that. And that's what they're fighting for. Just look at the history of time. Such a suburban white named Doug Bergman. Yeah, I mean, hi, guys, I'm Doug Bergman. In my spare time, I like to dabble in the insurance industry. And yes, I, too, am an awkward Caucasian. I'd be fine if Vivek ran as Trump's VP as a balance of the orange buffoons, big stupid mouth, and corruption. And then, gosh darn, how'd that happen? Trump plane crash or he chokes on his own ego. Oh, yeah. All right. Be here Monday. Kick ass. Now stay out of the man's way. He's got to go back and do some more of the Lord's work, Rhino does. <laughs> all in all, it, this is just, eh, whatever. Like, it, like, like I said, it's too early. Okay? It, it's just too early. N- nothing happened last night that was really worth a fuck. So there you go. By the way, did everybody get to see? I, I got a question. Got a question here, and, and, and Stackar, is Stackar here? Let's see if I play this if he slithers out. Um, yesterday, <clears throat> the Chindrian Three moon landing happened. You can see it on any news site. I mean, you're watching the news. They showed it happen. They showed the, you know, the space center there in India where everybody's watching it land. And it lands, and it was the first nation to land on the the moon's south pole. Now, here's the thing: it was an unmanned flight. I got a question. So this unmanned flight that that India took to the moon, was it unmanned because they couldn't find anybody? I I mean, did did they not open a front door and say, hello, would anybody like to go to the moon? You you didn't have like, you know, a half a billion of your neighbors like, huh? I mean, could you you not find anybody? Were, Were the streets bare? Mm. I almost can't wait for Trump to get nomination, lose yet again to Biden in four more years of MAGA bitch and whine about elections while I'm doing nothing to address the lack of electability. You see? I believe a curry restaurant has just been built on the moon. No, they didn't have anybody go. I was waiting for somebody to come out and just, boom, throw down a 7-Eleven flag. proof Indians are smarter than us. Of course they couldn't get anyone. You try and get time off from a call center to land on the moon? I would just think about it like this, like fresh air. 
like once you got out of the, do, do you think do you think this is what they do? You know, when they're flying up there, because I don't know if they even got astronauts. Do they got to like bottle up like downtown Delhi, and then put that in the in 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 the uh, in in the rocket ship? So when they take off their masks and they're floating around, you know they 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 don't lose the good sense of how bad it is to to live there, the smell wise. Because that clear air that could fuck them up. They no longer go to talking like this to talking like this. Voice deepens. They get actual air and oxygen in their lungs. So, yeah, so the uh, the Indians, they, they landed on the moon last night. They did the feather. They're dots, not feathers. Oh, I'm sure if the other ones landed up there, they, they, they'd put their stake down. Should they bury a couple bones real quick and say, this is native land, and then poof, a casino's up. By the way, I haven't mentioned it yet. Damn it. I'm so bad at promoting sometimes. Um, Friday, Friday night, 7 o'clock my time, 5 o'clock your time, I'm going to be on with Mikey again. And you know what? This week I'm going to keep my teeth in. But, yeah, uh, Mikey hit me up yesterday. He goes, hey, you want to go on Friday? I was like, fuck yeah, let's go on. So I'll be on with Mikey on Friday night. Uh, I'll share the link with everybody. Uh, it'll be a good, good time. Don't forget you have to train some homeless bum to come too so when they reach the moon, the Indian feller can kick him out of the 7-Eleven lunar lander. If you establish a new New Delhi, what do you name it? Does New Delhi become Old Delhi? Well, you got Delhi, and then you got New Delhi. This is newest Delhi, or newer Delhi. I like that one, newer Delhi. Uh, they have to use Indian air, otherwise they'll get used to that sweet taste of freedom. Yeah. Oh, man, that's fun. That's fun stuff. I, I love seeing this story because people are up in arms. I, I love it when liberals get up in arms. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Huh. Austin police say hundreds of officers are short on the job as crime cripples the city. The union warns we don't have the resources. This is what I love. This is, the, I, got, I, got, I got to tell you, I got to tell you. There's things I look forward to in my life. I look forward, I, I dream up scenarios, and this is one of those dream scenarios. You get all these ass-backward fucking hippie liberals. Bunch of goddamn fucking hippies. That's what they are, Leo. They are goddamn fucking hippies. They're hippies that they don't want to believe in the police, and they don't want to believe in this. Oh, the police are bad. we got to defund them. And Austin was one of the major cities that defunded their police department. And wouldn't you know, I mean, it was like somebody, and, and I think this was before contractually I had to do this, I think it was somebody who's who's rather fat, who's going to be on with Mikey on Friday night, who's currently wearing a Bruiser Brody t-shirt. Can't wait till the majestic artwork from the man Rhino in a couple weeks on that one. 
Woof, that one's going to look good. Me. I said it. When you take the police away, the crime will come back into play. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Password is astastic. That's right. Ass. Tastic. One word. Astastic. Astastic. It's asta A S S T A S T I C. Okay? Astastic. As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media. If the officers are short, can they hire taller officers? Colin, good morning, my friends. This morning, everyone late start. Tooth Fairy forgot to visit last night. Damn, Tooth Fairy. Christ on a cracker. Hold on, Colin. I know I have yours in here somewhere. Grab his dick and twist it! There it is, oh Colin. Oh, dick twist! There it is. Good morning to you, Colin. Um, I love it when they get these city council members on there and these activists in the streets. I'm, I cannot believe that the crime is ruining the streets of Austin. I can't believe, where are the police? Well, they got fired thanks to you, bitch. Austin is Texas is San Francisco. Very true. It, it, and here's the thing. It always has been. And it seems the way that San Francisco goes is the way that Austin goes. But that's only like... Austin proper in the downtownish area. Once you start getting out into the Lake Travis areas and you get out away from the center of downtown Austin, you get a lot of like-minded fine folk down there who enjoy their guns a lot. And they don't want the liberals to fuck up downtown, even though downtown is completely fucked up. After what happened yesterday, which Joe Murphy and I are going to talk about first thing, oh, I want to go to the Tech game this year. Oh, do I want to go to that game. I don't know if Harrison is on here, but Harrison, it's on, motherfucker. You'll find out, top of the hour, Joe Murphy. But I don't even like to go to Austin because Austin's just a grimy city. It's gross. With all the bums. It, it is San Francisco, and it, it's hard to believe that that's happened in Texas. But now all the liberals are coming out and going, God, clean up our streets. You need to clean up our streets. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you want? What do you want? That, that, that'd be the question. If I was a city leader, I would sit down and go, well, what do you want? I want crime to go away. Okay, well, we need the police. Because you see, there's one truth in the world that is very, very true. 
if you want more freedom, you have less security. That's, there's no way around that. And if you want more security, you have less freedom. Sorry. Now, I don't know how hiring more police means you have less freedom. <laughs> it ain't breaking the law until you get caught. No, it's still breaking the law. You're still breaking the law. I break the law. I've broken the law. I didn't get caught. Did I still break the law? Yeah, I still broke the fucking law. But the question remains, what do you want? And they'll never, ever answer that. Because here's the answer to their question. When you ask them what they want, if they were to be truthful, they will say, I want everything that I want. I want less police. I want more freedoms. I, I want to be able to walk down the streets and not have to worry about being accosted. I want businesses to be open and not worried about having people come in there and do a flash rob scene. I want this. I want that. Okay. But you said in there you want less police. Oh, God, yes. We don't need all those police. Well, you do. You see, if you want all this other stuff, then you're going to have to hire a whole lot more police. Because, you see, police are what help make the city safer. Because people won't speed. They know cops are around the corner. They won't. Look, look, try it today when you're out driving. When you're out driving and you don't notice it, you see a CHP, you see a highway patrol, you see a cop car, you automatically, your, your right foot goes from gas to almost stepping on the brake. Always. That, look, that's just human nature. And you might not even be speeding. Why? Because we don't want to get in trouble. That's why. But see, these people that say defund the police, they don't want that. They just want to be able to drive as fast as they want to because they're all race car drivers. Rum, 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 rum. Yeah, they want a fantasy, perfect, utopian society where everyone is the same. Very close, swoosh. Very, very close. I will tell you this. The liberal idiots that I'm talking about are the ones who think they're a little bit more, um, I don't want to say privileged than you. Maybe they think they're smarter than you which means they deserve a little bit more than you. So they'd like their utopian society where everyone is the same underneath them. Not saying they want to be in power, but they'd like to have some, uh, great word here, influence. Those are the people I'm speaking. Because those are the ones that make the decisions for those sides. You want to blame all this cockamamie bullshit on police and police being bad? Are there bad police? Yes. There's a story um, two nights ago, three nights ago on the news here uh, in, in Texas, in Mesquite, Mesquite, Texas. 
Uh, police went on a, a, a chase. I knew the neighborhood. I, I've driven through that neighborhood. Um, kid was driving like a, a Jeep Cherokee or something like that. It kind of looked like that. I, I'm not exactly sure what he was driving, but it looked like that. And he ends up crashing. I think it was a Jeep Liberty. He ends up crashing, and the police come behind him. The kid gets out of the car, and then he opens the back door to go into the back door, and the police shoot him. Dead. Graveyard dead. Now, they found a gun in the car. Everybody see that story on the news? Oh, that's right. You didn't. You, you want to know why? Kid was white. Kid wasn't armed when he was shot. Gun was in the front seat on the front floorboard. I don't know what he was doing getting in the back seat. They they didn't give a a rundown of what was in the back seat, but uh, a white kid who was unarmed was shot by Mesquite police. Do I think they did their job? Yes, absolutely, 100%. I'm not not questioning the police whatsoever because their main job is to get home at night. What I'm saying is, is that a white unarmed kid was shot by police because he did not comply, and he made a threat. Where's the coverage nationally? Why are those police not being looked into? Have those police been suspended? Well, wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on. Uh, What are the two rules on this show? Consistency and logic. Well, it seems like every time a, a, a youth is shot, oh, is it only because it's a youth of color? And half of those are shot by police of color but we still investigate huh so weird I I don't understand it, it, it just it, it sometimes baffles my mind that they might not be fucking all on the up and up with us if the undertaker became a cop it would be the law that JR follows along to say <laughs> I, I have read that. I have seen that. Yes, that is very true. Mage! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Mage, good morning, my friend. He says, good morning, ass and AIG. Those people who want a world like Star Trek, where there's no money and everybody's equal, the thing they don't think about is how the world in Star Trek got that way. They had World War III, and most of the people on Earth died, LOL. Sanchez family says, correct the mundo. More whites are killed by police. Yes, because it's statistics. And I'm not making that an excuse. I'm just saying it's true. They are. They'll go, not per capita. White folks don't break the law as much as black folks per capita. Look it up. Or at least they don't get caught. How about that? They don't get caught. I'm tired of everything in this country. It, you know, let's have an honest discussion here for a second, shall we? I really thought 
that maybe after the civil rights movement, this company, or this this country, had gotten past, there's still going to be holdouts, the old guard, if you will. But we're talking about the 60s, and that was 60 years ago. So the old guard is pretty much dead. I don't know about you. But the thing that makes me tick is I love human nature. And human nature will always, always be the same. It's the story of, it's human nature, it's just nature in general. The, The scorpion and the toad. We all know it. Frog gives a ride to scorpion, doesn't want to. Scorpion says, look, if I sting you, we'll both die. Frog's like, okay, that's good logic. Halfway across the lake, Scorpion stings a frog. Frog says, man, why'd you do that? We're both going to die. He goes, it's in my nature. It's human nature to hold people down. That's what it is. When When you are no longer the newest group to an area, you fucking hold a group down. We've seen it happen. Black, blacks were held down for hundreds of years. They got into power. They held the Irish down. They held all the fucking new people that were coming to this country down. It's what we do. And by the way, we do it in our everyday life as well, too. But now it seems you're held down mainly because, and, and, and this is going to sound terrible, and this is going to sound like I'm a crybaby. Uh, there's a story that says Gannett News Services discriminated against white people, meaning they didn't hire people based on the color of their skin being white. And uh, I, I just, to that, I have to, to real quick say, Duh. Have you not been awake? Have you not been paying attention? Oh, Jim Crow laws are still in effect. It just uh, affects a whole different group of people now. And they aren't necessarily laws, but they're Jim Crow rules. For example, and this isn't me being a bitter white guy. This is me being a bitter American. Because I thought we were all supposed to come together. I thought we were all supposed to treat each other as men and women. To say you don't see color is a lie, because obviously your eyes work. What you don't see in someone is a stereotype. <clears throat> when I see a black man that I don't know, I don't, I don't put the, the bro handshake and, and bring it on in for a, a bro hug. I extend my hand like a gentleman and want to shake that man's hand like a man. One of the greatest jokes ever told in the world. What do you call a black doctor? Doctor, you fucking racist. Now, my father and grandmother had a different answer for that joke, and it works equally as well. 
Joe Murphy would know that word. I went into my local Walmart yesterday right after walking. I hear this guy yelling down the highway. He was mad. They kicked him out of the bathroom because he was washing himself. He was yelling. A grown man can't wash himself in the bathroom. Y'all are fags. He said it over and over again. He said, this is America. A grown man should be able to wash himself in a bathroom. Now, this dude was black. So the question is, uh, because he's black, he can say fag. No one else yelled it over. I was laughing my ass off. That is pretty funny. I mean, he yelled fags? That's awesome. Good for him. Good for him. Hot mama. Fuck your mama. Call a black man in a tree. A brand. Oh, Jesus. Call a deaf black guy. The Joe Murphy word. He can't hear you. <laughs> but it seems like. We don't live in that world. We don't live in that dystopia. And if you want to live in that dystopia, you have to live in certain areas. And you can't get all worried that when when one of those families moves in. It's amazing to watch. It's fun to watch. I I just, uh, to me, it is the regression of America, which is just delicious. I'm going to be 52 in a few weeks. TikTok, my timer is clicking out. Uh, and, and honestly, I, I couldn't be happier. Oh my God, they they're they're discriminating. Of course they are. They have power. They're going to discriminate against you. Wake up, stupid! By the way, that stupid cunt Megan Rapinoe decided that she was going to flap her fucking mouth. And calls criticism of her missed World Cup penalty kick fake, disingenuous, absurd, and outrageous. And then says Donald Trump and critics were just waiting for the U.S. to fail. Huh? Do do, do you think that, hey, Donald Trump wasn't alone. I'm not a critic. I think you're a bitch. And by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and put this out there. In about five years from now, Megan Rapinoe is going to come out and admit the truth that she missed that kick on purpose. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, I, there, there is no part of me now that doesn't believe that's true. If she was this all-world elite player that's so fantastic, and she fucking split the uprights, I mean, that kick would have been good from 50 except that she had to hit it in the net, and she missed it. I'm telling you right now, she did it on purpose. She did it on purpose so she could be the victim. She continues down. Look, look, this was the only natural way for her to go. She's been a victim this entire time. She's the, the out and proud lesbian on the team. And by the way, did we not know that she was a lesbian? Because if you didn't, once again, there's a wonderful bridge. Duh. And I mean, okay, th- th- this might sound bad. And going into Joe Murphy, this is par for the course. Do we really need to be told anymore who's gay and who's not? I'm just asking. I mean, we can, we can pretty much figure it out, right? Hairstyles, voice cadence, 
men wearing purses. We 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 don't need a big coming out party. And I think it, y'all y'all people don't give your mamas enough credit. I'm gonna tell you this right now. My mama knew I got a tattoo when I was 18, and I I did, I never showed her until I told her. She's like, oh, I know. I was like, huh? Well, I know. Your mamas know everything about you. So if you're putting from the rough or if you're dipping your lady your your toes into lady pool when you're a gal, your mama knows already. We 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 don't need these the, we know. Hey, good for you. Fantastic. Go get married now. Fuck, I don't care. Are you going to black screen the Sopranos or will Brad be sharing the juicy details? No, the juicy details will be out. Oh, I'm sure it'll be, you know, my one of my one of the nurses at my fucking state run nursing care facility decided to put a fucking pillow over my head because he's tired of me shitting on myself. Oh, that's a dream. That's a dream to be in a state run nursing home and just me crap all over myself every day. I am not getting out of bed. Well once once that door closes and I am checked into that nursing home. I am never getting out of bed again. I I will gladly. I'm in a nursing home. What the fuck do I care that I'm reeking of feces in your? I don't care. I'm in a nursing home, and I'm in so much pain. Load me up, Daddy. Intravenous fucking drug using right then and there. I have my programs on. I have Judge Judy on. People's Court. If they got that weird, you know, 39.2, I'll probably get to see old episodes of The Fall Guy. That will be my joy. That and watching Ranger games. They don't want me to watch any fucking Longhorns games at the hospital. I'll tell you that right now. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
time for me No more looking I know I've been cooking How's about keeping steady company I'm gonna throw my date book over the fence And find me one for five or ten cents I'll keep it till it's covered with age Cause I'm writing your name down on every page Say, hey, good looking What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? come true and when you look at me with those stars in your eyes I could waltz across Texas with you waltz across Texas with you in my arms waltz across Texas with you a storybook ending I'm lost in your charms and I could waltz across Texas with you oh buddy now sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom prison and time keeps dragging on but that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio 
a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep a moving And that's what tortures me Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, my time, 5 o'clock your time. Check it out, the Mikey Podcast. Going to have a lot of fun uh, doing that. Um, now we got we, we got to call Joe Murphy. I, I can't hold this in anymore. I, I can't believe I've held it in for an hour and 20 minutes. Hello. Joseph. Thank you. That's what my mother called me. Ah, how are you this morning, my friend? I'm well. And when I was in big trouble, it was Joseph John Murphy. Oh, boy. Double J. Oh, I did not know you're a double J. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the J team, kid. Oh, man. You are a double J all the way. Now, now, before we get going on anything here, Joe, did you happen to see the commissioner of the Big 12 recently? Uh, I, I, I've heard some things. I, I didn't hear him directly, but well, uh, I'm talking glad. about the Big 12 becoming like the Big 20 almost. Well, I mean, uh, he had a few interesting things to say recently at a Texas Tech luncheon. 
I, I, by the way, I have them here if you'd like to hear them. Go ahead. Candidly, we were able to get Texas and Oklahoma out a year early. That was a big deal for us, and I think all of you. Okay? What? He, coach, he doesn't like that matchup? I'm not going to put any pressure on you, but I'm going to be in Austin for Thanksgiving. Okay? And you better take care of business like you did right here in Lubbock last year. You big dummy. Now, 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 Joe, you know as a college blue blood, and you are a blue blood as a Nebraska Cornhusker. That's right. This is the only game that matters now all season. It's the Tech Raider, Red Raider game? Yeah. Oh, you, you can't come out, and, and, and last year they won because Bijan fumbled in overtime, and then Tech drove down to kick a game-winning field goal. But hey, before you talk any shit, that, that, now, a rivalry, Joe, what, what, what would be a rivalry that the Cornhuskers had? Yeah, I have an interesting story about that. that with the, the Nebraska-Oklahoma was the biggest one we ever had. Do you happen to know the record? Well, the Nebraska Oklahoma matchup. Yeah, yeah, let me let me see Nebraska. I, I believe Oklahoma leads it by, by a few. Oma rivalry. Okay, let, let, let me let me just check. And I'm not trying to be a dick here. I, I'm I'm just. No, I know. No, hey, facts are facts. Um, let's see. Nevada. Uh, now now see this is a rivalry. All time series, 47, 38 and three. Oklahoma leads the series. Okay, right. that's a rivalry. Would you call 54 and 18 a rivalry? Uh, and I, I'm sure the burnt orange is on the, the bigger side of that, mm, correct? Yeah, just, just, just a little bit. Uh, I'd like to point yeah. out, yeah, uh, Texas has 54 wins and, and 18 losses. Now, two right. of the losses have stung us really bad. But you don't put up fucking chalkboard material like this. This is the commissioner of the Big 12. He, and he's trying to create this new rivalry. Is that what he's doing? No, he's saying, fuck you, Texas and Oklahoma. We want you out. Oh, look, this yeah, is... That's what I said. I mean, he's trying to create the Texas-Texas Tech, the new rivalry? No, he's trying to say, fuck you, Texas, get out. Fuck you, Oklahoma, get out. We don't want you. That's what he's saying. Well, yeah, it? that's pretty good. Yeah, Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big Twelve. I mean, who do you, I mean? That's that's ridiculous. Those those are the marquee uh, names that were in the Big Twelve: Nebraska, Texas, Oklahoma. With when it was the Big Twelve, you know, that's those were the marquee schools. And so now they're just scrambling to get anybody in there. Uh, I mean, you know, Texas. Oh, the Red River Shootout was huge. Okay, it still is. It's it still is. is. And to, to downplay that is ridiculous because, you know, Bill McCartney tried to make Oklahoma, I mean, Nebraska, Colorado, after after they split the, the division. So Nebraska wouldn't play Oklahoma necessarily every year. And that, you know, the day after Thanksgiving when you had your turkey sandwich oh, and you yeah. watched Nebraska, Oklahoma, and he wanted it. So Bill McCartney, Colorado, he put it in red. He had the Nebraska. He wanted to make it the rivalry. Now we're going to be the new rivalry. And they asked him. Osborne about it, and it just chapped McCarty's hide because uh, Osborne was like, uh, well, we prepared for Colorado just like we prepared for Iowa State or anybody else we play. Oklahoma's our rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> he, really, he shot it down like that. It was beautiful. I mean, I mean, it's a joke. Like, A&M, 
would probably be Texas' biggest rival in the state, but we still hold a commanding lead over them as well. I mean, but but for the Big 12 commissioner, and a lot of people are saying, watch the referees this year because the Big 12 referees are not going to be kind to Oklahoma and Texas. All I got to say is bring it on. Right, right, because you guys, this, and this is the last, this is the final year. They're both, they're both getting the hell out of there, right? Yeah, and I, I see it going two completely opposite ways. One team is going to limp out of the Big Twelve, and one team is going to stomp a mud hole in the Big Twelve. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be nice to see. It'll be nice to see how they leave their mark mm-hmm. on the Big Twelve. You know when they leave, because uh, uh, both of them. Let's see. Uh, Oklahoma going to the SEC, am I correct? Yes. Oh, yeah, and Texas going to and the SEC. And Texas, I knew they were right. So, uh, the SEC, you know, it's gonna, it's almost gonna be it, 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 everybody's trying to become a power conference. What I think is hilarious is uh, uh, Cal and Stanford joining the ACC. You go out your back porch, you can see the Pacific Ocean, yeah. but yet we're going to join the Atlantic Coast Conference. It makes zero sense. Zero sense at all. But getting back to this, um, you don't put up that kind of billboard fodder. That, yeah. that, that right there is, is, is billboard fodder, and you are just asking for tech. And by the way, last year, Tech won uh, 37-34 in overtime. The year before in Austin, where this game is going to be played, I remember Tech was only a 10-point underdog. At halftime, the score was 56-14. to 14. The final score ended up being 70-35. to 35. It was never that close. The Longhorns kicked the shit out of Tech, and they're going to do it again. Yeah, and, you know, and he's the commissioner. He's supposed to be kind of diplomatic. Yes. Not just, you know, get the hell out of here. That's kind of, you know, alienating people. I mean, that, those are the big, you know, it was sad to see him go. You know, that's a big rivalry. Yeah. And, and it really sucks to see that go away. There's a lot of big, a lot of tradition and stuff that's being just thrown away. Absolutely. You know, and I these agree. realignments and stuff. But uh, but for the commissioner, I mean, I could see some drunken fan, eh, but yeah. the commissioner to be like, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Screw Oklahoma, Texas. Um, welcome Utah State. There yeah. you go, buddy, or something. You know, it's uh, like it, it just it went, when I saw it, I was like, "You are the stupidest man alive." Because this is the only. This is the only. Look, Steve Sarkazian, he can go out and lose to Oklahoma this year. He can lose to Alabama this year. The one team he can't lose to is Tech. He cannot lose to Texas Tech. If he loses to Tech, he loses his job. Yeah, and is Arch going to be under center? Uh, I don't know. Quinn Ewers is having a great fucking workout. So, hey, all I know is we got a great quarterback at depth. We've got three of them, best wide receivers in the country, best D-backs in the country. Offensive line is fucking healthy and, and, and experts at their job. Oh, I'm fired up, baby. Look, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm 10 days away. Rather than having a Madonna, it's nice to have guys fighting for their job. Yeah. Ten days. I know you only got seven days, but I got ten days, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. We got we got uh, football the day after tomorrow. I said this last week, the day after tomorrow, because I I mean on Monday, but I, I was I was in a Thursday mode after yes. our uh, Monday show because I just I was I was like thinking it was Thursday all day, and I kept thinking the day after tomorrow was gonna be Saturday, and you know. 
and it wasn't. So no. it was like, but now I'm correct. After tomorrow, we got football. The only really big game, not even big, is Navy Notre Dame, and that's going to be in Ireland. Okay, uh, I can see that one. Do uh, you want to break it down real quick since that game is uh, this weekend? Uh, I mean, we got a lot of sports to talk about, but uh, uh, let, let, let me go to ESPN real quick and, and check this game out. Um, do, do, do. Wow, another Cowboys player was arrested. That's a shocker. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, wait. I want schedule. Uh, all right, here we go. Saturday, August 26th. Uh, yeah, that is the only game that's worth a shit. Uh, Notre Dame Navy in Dublin, Ireland. No line on the game. Uh, yeah, let me, yeah, wait, Notre Dame. What? There's got to be a line on that game. Come on. Let me go to I got Notre Dame minus I, 20 and a half, yeah, 21. I, I got that too, over under 49. Uh, yeah. Uh, Notre Dame should win that game pretty easy, right? Well, you know, and that, but what's really crazy is, you know, you throw a whole new dynamic when you travel across the pond, the whole, the whole, uh, jet lag and everything else. And, and of course the field is a soccer field, which they made and the fans don't know when to cheer because they, you know, there's no, they're not playing soccer. So it's kind of interesting because stuff happens and they don't cheer, you know, like, like knowledgeable, knowledgeable fans here, you know, when the Red, when the walk-ons get in, we go nuts or whatever, you know, because they didn't see the court or the field all year. So all kinds of stuff that happens that the knowledgeable fans know. Over there, they're just like, you know, you get me some more uh, strawberries and cream while you're at the snack bar, you know. <laughs> uh, also that day, uh, SC plays San Jose State. SC's ranked uh, number six. The game's at the Coliseum. SC's a 31-point favorite. They should handle their business, shouldn't they? Oh, is that, is that an SC's first game was against who? San Jose State. That'll be uh, next Saturday, or th- that'll be this Saturday as well. And then next week they travel. Uh, Reno travels down there, and they're underdogs by another 38 points. Yeah. USC plays Nevada. So uh, that'll be. And, and Nevada, it's funny. They have the bottom 10 teams, University of Massachusetts, the Minutemen leading the way which they'll play New Mexico State, the Battle of the Bad. Hopefully wow. that's on national TV. And then uh, – but they've got Nevada in there. They call them Nevada. And it's really kind of – you know, I think I think Nevada is a little better than being in the, the bottom 20. But I was reading the ESPN. They, they, they're like – they call them Nevada. Uh, they call uh, – what's that? I think the – who's the Battle of the Bitches? Uh, or no, the Fighting Bitches. They call New Mexico. Wow. So that's great. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, I'm so pumped up, though, for any game. I, I just can't wait. Saturday at 11, I don't care. It's Notre Dame, maybe. It's going to be so cool to watch a college football game. It means we're here. We're queer. Oh, no, that's another yeah. thing. Uh, we're here ready to play football. And and next Thursday, when you're on, we will be previewing the Cornhuskers' first game, which is a week from tonight. <sighs> It's at the Minnesota Golden Gophers, don't you know? Don't you know? Oh, oh you're going to have all <laughs> kind of flapjacks at that one. Uh, all right, now let's go to uh, pro football, shall we? Um, have you seen the report that Tom Brady is talking about coming back to the NFL? Come on, Tom. I mean, I saw him down at the senior center yesterday, and he didn't say anything about that. Well... He says uh, he was on social media without a shirt on, still in great shape, still thinks that he can play. 
Wait, let me ask you this. Let's say that a team is struggling. I've got a team for you, too. I've got a team for you. Let's say that this, this up-and-coming quarterback that nobody saw last year comes out the first three weeks of the season and just shits the bed. Isn't quite the quarterback that we all thought he'd be. And then the backup, Trey Lance, he's not very good either. And the 49ers, who have this amazing defense, they need a quarterback. Do you see Tom Brady signing with the 49ers? No. No, in fact, you know, people aren't going to like this, but I think the Niners, I mean, obviously uh, Purdy's going to be the, the starter. In fact, his brother is a quarterback at Nebraska, by the way, oh. uh, back up. But uh, I really think it's a bad move. I, I think Trey Lance, I think he can do something. Everybody doesn't like him. I think he, I, I like him better than I like uh, uh, Darnold, Sam Darnold, the backup. I really do. I think that Trey Lance with a little playing time, I think he can be a good quarterback, but that's just my opinion. I, I I think that uh, – and this is no shot at Brock Purdy because I enjoyed watching what he did last year. I think it's that second-year slump, though, that second year that they come in and everybody kind of knows what their game is. And, you know, I, I just see that happening for him. And, I, and Niner fans are going to be upset. But do, do Niner – okay, so here's the question I have for you. Let's say the first three games the Niners go one and two. And then they sit, and, and Lance comes in, and Lance doesn't do anything, and now they're maybe either two and two or one and three. Did they pull that trigger? Do fans start saying we want Brady? You know, I I, I don't think. I mean, Niners fans, you know, they're gonna have their sushi at the game and everything, you know. But uh, Brady, I don't see anybody. Why would you want Tom Brady? That's a bandit. That's a, and and he's not gonna he's not gonna get any better. It's over, Tom. You know, it's all, I mean, I don't, I don't, he just, you know, the name, he's living off his name. He's, I mean, he's the greatest quarterback I've ever played. And we all get that. Mm-hmm. And he probably would do a great job. But if I had to pick between, like, any, uh, I would take Aaron Rodgers over, uh, I would take, uh, you know, uh, some other guys over. Tom, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to end bad at some point for him. I mean, go out on top, buddy. Okay. Uh, somebody says he's part owner of the Raiders. He isn't allowed to play anymore. He'll sell his stake, or he'll put it in a trust. He'll, he'll be able to, if he wants to play, he can play. Right, he yeah, out. he'd be able to play, right. And, uh, uh, yeah, because, uh, and I think it's only he couldn't, oh, he couldn't play for that team, right? I think if you, I, if you own, if you're part owner of one team, can you can you uh, play on another team? Probably, Probably not. not either. Huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see, Gold says, you can't beat out Jimmy G or Sam Darnold. You're not good. Lance is another quarterback bust. And Arnie Purdy is going to shock folks. He looks good in training camp. Arm is fine. Uh, another year in the system to be determined. Now, now, wait, 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 wait. Now, come on, gold, gold, gold. The year, uh, the, the, this year was very near and dear to my heart. It was the year that, that, that Troy Aikman first came to the Cowboys. His rookie season. And there was another rookie in camp, too, named Steve Walsh. And the Cowboys that season, I went to the first game of the season, uh, and I missed a Nolan Ryan start. I could have saw Nolan start against uh, the Indians or something, but we chose to go to the Cowboys game where they got the shit beat out of them. And they went on to went, go 1-15 that season. By the way, in preseason, Troy Aikman was infallible and was 3-0. and 
preseason yeah, I've means dick. Yeah, I've always hated that damn Troy Aikman. But preseason means dick. Especially it means nothing. Now. They're almost going to get rid of it. They might even get rid of it because all it does is people are just getting whacked around. And, you know, and if they do have preseason, they should have the quarterbacks wearing the green jersey or the red jersey, whatever, because it's just, I mean, like the the, the one with the injury, the, the Patriots game, they, I, they scrimmaged against each other two days in a row before they went on TV and played a real game. I mean, they, it's like, you know, it's just practice. And it's guys don't want to, it's almost like a Pro Bowl. Guys don't want to play in it, they get hurt. It's just, except for the guys fighting to get a job. That's the only thing about preseason I love. People want to watch the stars. I don't want to watch the stars in preseason. Preseason, I love looking for the guy that's, you know, he, Mr. Irrelevant trying to make the squad. You know, that's the only true. thing I like to watch for is guys fighting for their job. Uh, and that's the funnest part of, about uh, preseason. Um, other parts of preseason that we find out, we find out stories about, like, Will Levi of the Tennessee Titans. He's a rookie. Uh, he went to Kentucky, and uh, he just signed a very lucrative contract. That lucrative contract was, was Hellman's mayonnaise because the <laughs> the Titans rookie, what is he, a quarterback? Yeah. Puts, yeah. puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Okay. You know, Come Doug Hefferton put mayonnaise on his hot dog, and that was enough for me. Come on. Now, now look, I, I do not like coffee. I, I like mayonnaise on sandwiches. I like mayonnaise. I, I like mayonnaise, don't get me wrong. But not 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 in co- in coffee? That's ridiculous. It's an egg-based thing. I mean, it's like cracking an egg, putting it in your coffee. I mean, that's disgusting. Yeah, that, stupid. And, and, and he's he, he has a chance to be the Tennessee Titans starter this year? Well, shit, it's not going to be fucking hard to pick against Tennessee this year. Because this guy's got a shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's, he's gonna to have the squirts. Yeah. Uh, Aikman That's didn't crazy. have a... You know, it's funny because uh, they, they, your guy from Texas, our guy Sims, is fighting for his job at Nebraska quarterback. He signed... They're all... Like I told you, it's a free-for-all. He signed with... The, it's a... Now I can't think of it. The runs are something like that. He's got a, a hundred thousand, a couple hundred thousand dollar deal uh, with, uh, with a local restaurant and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... It's a free-for-all in college. I mean, anybody... You just can pay anybody. Well, this guy's a pro. This guy, this guy's in the NFL. I know that. I know that. But uh, yeah, but, so he's he signed with Hellman Mayonnaise because he's going to put mayonnaise in his coffee. Yeah, because he loves wow. mayonnaise. Wow, what a contribution to society. <laughs> I would fucking kick him off my team as soon as I yeah. see him walk in and dump some Hellmans in there. I'd be like, gone. <laughs> I would be like, bro, if you can't come up in here with best foods, get the fuck out. Bro, you got to go. I mean, <laughs> come on, it. man. And you bring some Winco, man, right here. You're done, bro. Now, now, and if you're in the South and you ain't using Dukes, what the fuck is wrong with you, Yankee? I mean, th- th- this is crazy. It is, it is. Mayonnaise uh, it is. Did you happen to see the, uh, did you happen to watch the swamp? I did. I did. What did you think of the swamp? I, you know, it, it was pretty entertaining. It was pretty entertaining. I mean, Urban Meyer is a pretty intense guy, especially when he's picking up on younger women. But, uh, I mean, that, but, that, yeah, that, that but was it was entertaining. It was entertaining. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, The Swamp was a Netflix four-part series on the Urban Meyer slash Tim Tebow years at Florida. And I got to say that it wasn't until episode three that I got ex- 
maybe excited a little bit because I was expecting to see some dirt. Like some real dirt. Like real right. dirt on Aaron Hernandez and real dirt on, on all those players there because we know that Florida was not the cleanest program in the world. And I'm not saying that my program is, but I wanted to see, like, you know, this documentary. Just watching the Johnny football thing a couple weeks ago, we got dirt on that at least. Oh, I love that. Flying into Vegas and throwing the butt money at him. Just, just keep signing, buddy. Just keep signing. And now, today, I went, like Reggie Bush, that's why Reggie Bush is now doing. I didn't get to make more of the free money. I, you know, like that. Again. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is. I mean, but, you know, because he, he, he's got a, he's like uh, really upset now, you know, uh, sour grapes or whatever, because he, all those guys that took, you know, he took crap under the table. I mean, and, you know, any, I mean, you know, Kim Kardashian, I'm sure would feed the money too, but uh, no, it's fine. It's okay. You know, and they're like, I'm a little bitch. Well, I had to cheat lie and steal to get my money. Well, now Reggie Bush is suing the NCAA because they said he accepted money and stuff like that when it was his parents who accepted that. So he's trying to sue him for libel. Here's the fact of the matter. When Reggie Bush showed up at the campus at USC, he was driving a beat-up fucking Toyota mini pickup truck. It wasn't lowered. It was just a piece of shit. And by his sophomore season, he's driving a fucking um, uh, 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 cruising in his 6'4", Impala. He had an Impala with fucking 22-inch rims on it. A car that right. cost about $80,000, $90,000 all tricked up. And now this kid from the hood is driving that. Reggie Bush, right. you didn't win the Heisman. You won the Heisman Trophy, and you shouldn't have. Vince Young was the fucking winner of that trophy that year. And he'll Vince gladly. Young's performance alone. I don't even care about breaking the rules. Performance alone, Vince Young should have won the Heisman that year. That was the greatest performance I've ever seen. And Vince Young did it all season long. And then he took home the championship at the end. Fuck you, Reggie Bush. Fuck USC. Right. It's just like, you know, it's, but, you know that's what happened with, like, like Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel. What, what the hell's going on? You're in, you, we have a Spanish final tomorrow, Johnny. I'm in Vegas right now. I'll be there. Don't worry. Yeah. I'll make the final, you know, in uh, in uh, College Station. He's in Vegas. He's partying. He's in a, a, a Scooby-Doo outfit, flashing dollars. And, and, you know, it's like, but then he put us, they said, oh, no, Stanley's rich. Stanley's got money. Stanley's got all money. He got like a half-game suspension for that. Yeah. Because, oh, no, Stanley. Stanley's got money. Stanley doesn't have money. They no. just made it look like it. Yeah. And that's just exactly how the old Reggie Bush did. He's like, oh, I didn't get money from anybody else. He got it from my family. Yeah. Their address, 213 um, Broke Street, Compton, <laughs> California. Go check it out. John Johnny's family has a little bit. That wasn't that wasn't really all that true. I mean, but 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 the fact of the matter is that I wanted to see that kind of stuff in the swamp in in that docuseries. I wanted to see that and it wasn't there and it was really kind of disappointing. I wanted to see more of the Pouncy twins. Uh they didn't talk to uh, the uh, what what was the the fast guy's name who got hurt and who they didn't know if could make the champion. Percy Harvin. That Percy right. Harvin wasn't featured in that at all, and I'm sitting there going, yeah. "Wait a second. It was just about it was just about Urban Meyer's like intensity or something, he was, and he took Ambien and had to, you know, he couldn't sleep at night or something. I mean, it was like, yeah, well, okay, that's interesting, but I'm waiting for something to hit me real quick, you know, and nothing ever happened. Well, here's the thing: Urban Meyer's a piece of shit. I, I I've never liked Urban Meyer, and I never ever will like Urban Meyer. 
Uh, I thought he was a piece of shit at Florida. And then what he did to Florida by just quitting on him after Tebow left. And then two years later, going to the fucking Ohio State job, when he said he wanted to focus on his family and his religion, what did he do? He took a job as an announcer and was traveling games every fucking weekend, living the same lifestyle, and then he became the head coach at Ohio State. Yeah, he just pumped up his resume, announcer, high profile. Then he takes, you know, which Ohio State's in the top five you know, programs in the country usually, and, and, and takes that and goes back, you know, I, I can't blame some guys. I know they say what they're going to do, and then if they change their mind, you know, the public is really hard on you. But, uh, you know, so I, I always take them as like kind of a grain of salt because sometimes things change, and, you know, uh, you do things. But, yeah, I, I've never been – I've never had a whole lot of respect for, uh, for Urban. No, and I think he's done coaching now. I think everybody's seen this play out. Uh you know, there's always rumors about Urban Meyer at Notre Dame or going to another big school. I, I don't think he, he won't take over at Alabama when Nick Saban leaves. I think that's going to be the guy from Clemson. I think he's going to yeah. just scuttle right into that job and keep Alabama where they are. Um, and, and, but Meyer's always in the mix when they talk about you know, coaching, oh, big sure. coaching. You know, he's always in the mix. So uh, we'll see. We'll hey, see. But uh, if, I was, if I knew if I was a big-time school, I think I'd kind of cross him off the list. I think you're just asking for a little controversy right off the bat, you know, by him just coming there. But but I will say this. I don't like him, but he wins. You can't deny yeah. that. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Utah turned him to turn into a winner. Then what? I'm, uh, Two championships. Florida winner, Ohio State champions. Yeah. yeah he's, I mean, he, he's a good coach, that's for sure. Um, speaking of coaches in the Big Ten, Michigan has now self-imposed a three-game suspension for football coach Jim Harbaugh to start the 2023 season, stemming from alleged violations during the COVID-19 dead period. Even though the NCAA said, no, you don't have to be suspended, we're going to go ahead and suspend you anyway. What, what, what is well, your take from this? Well, like, a, you know, a school like a Stanford or a Harvard, they haven't done that. If, if there's any time, hey, we're going we're gonna to show people that we don't put up with this. And, hey, even if the, even if the governing body of this whole thing doesn't, you know what? Uh, we we still want to show that uh, we don't tolerate this kind of cheating and stuff like that. So I mean, I I see that. And is it really going to bother? Where's he going to be? Will you be texting <laughs> the plays? Well, yeah, really. I, I mean, I mean. And by the way, I don't even think he'll be doing that because the first three games he's going to miss: East Carolina, UNLV, and Bowling Green. The Pilots, the Rebels. And I bowling green. I have to catch you on that one. Yeah, that that's a tough triple header right there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, Jesus, come on. Did, could you try a little harder to show how? Oh, we're so good, NCAA. We don't break the rules. We just want to. We're going to sit our coach out because he violated something three years ago. Shut right. up. And I always play doubles after you already. I will always play doubles. You know, some of these, the three games that they play before they go into conference play, every college 
football team. Their schedules are made sometimes 10 years in advance. And then like two years or a year before, you know, uh, uh, Troy calls you and says, hey, we, we got a back. I mean, uh, you know, big school that you had lined up like a Colorado or something. Hey, we have to back out because we'll join this conference. So you got to scramble to pick up a game. That's why you see these 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 blowouts, you know, these powder puff games, because sometimes these guys got to scramble to get somebody on the schedule. And these little schools are just, you know, uh, you know, licking their chops for the paycheck. Yeah, we'll come up there and get our ass kicked for a fat paycheck. Mm-hmm. Somebody just asked me, Jaxley asked, will you take Urban as Texas coach when Sark gets fired at the end of the year? Well, I don't think Sark's going to get fired this year. I, I, I think Sark has the Longhorns in a good place. I, I'm not necessarily calling the playoff for him, but I, I think that they're going to have a big year, and I think that Sark's going to exercise some demons. Um, but I'll answer your question. I would take Urban Meyer as my head coach. Sure. I don't like him, but the motherfucker wins. That's all that matters. He wins. And if you want to replace Sarkeesian, just show up at, like, Applebee's and, and, and offer him a, a double tequila sunrise. Hey, you'll, you'll be fine. You'll be out of the easy game in no time. he does it there. That's my head coach you're talking about. He's no longer at SC. Look, they, they, <laughs> no, but you, remember he, they talked about it and they did the players. I remember it was at BYU, was it? And they were like, they noticed him. He would be shaking. He'd be drinking on the play. And I'm not knocking him. I am not no, knocking the guy I, at I, all. I know so, you know, he, he's doing great. I'm, I, but I was, I was kidding when I said that. But uh, he's, uh, he's come out publicly. You know, he, you know, he just said, you know, he's an, he was an alcoholic. He is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he's got it under control. But there were some times that uh, the, the, I heard the, these players I read, they were saying that there were times that he was snapped. Didn't he coach at Arizona State also? He was at Arizona State. He lost his job at SC because he showed up at a big boosters thing and he was fucking shithoused. <laughs> you should have you should have had a chili dog before he showed up. I, buddy. Mean, I mean, completely shit housed, hammered, and he showed up and he's saying fucking shit on the microphone, and they're like, "Wait a second, this isn't an Eddie Murphy show. This is a booster meeting. Come on." He's Sarkis and Raw on HBO. Look, look, there is one coach that, that if if Sark gets fired, I I would I would take Urban, but I would the guy I want is John Gruden. I want John Gruden at the – if John Gruden coached the University of Texas, I'd move to Austin. You know, John Gruden, that's, that's a great call, Artie, because I'd that's a great call. Gruden needs to go coach and, and, and resurrect a college program. Oh, my God. You want to talk – look, look, look. I have nothing – I I have nothing but contempt and yet a lot of respect, all the respect in the world for Nick Saban. But John Gruden will blow past all his titles. I'm just going to yeah, tell you he, that right now. He's a hard-nosed guy. That's the kind of guy that you need to coach as a Gruden because he, you know, he, he puts it out there. And it's like, look, you know, I, he doesn't have a spin doctor. You know, he's just like, uh, this is me. We, You know, if, if you had to pick a coach who you kind of really knew who they really were, not their public persona, John Gruden would be up there at the top. I mean, he lives, he lives eats, sleeps, drinks football. That's all he does. I want him as a head coach. But we'll see. I, I I don't know if the college atmosphere could handle him. And I'll yeah, think he'll ever go back well, to you the learn, People learn, you know. You learn, and, and and some people correct their behavior, and 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 you know, some people don't. But uh, you know, he he'd have to rein it in a little. That's for sure. Um. Now switching sports real quick, uh, and we got another switch to do after this one. Um, the Chicago White Sox. 
their team lease with the city of Chicago and the South Side expires in six years. And longtime shitty owner Jerry Reinsdorf is talking about a move or even selling the team entirely. I mean, you know, the Cubs are the king and the White Sox are the queen in Chicago, but still, it's, you know, we're, we're, that's, there's only one, maybe two cities that says, L.A., who cares? They don't care. They, they go by, they eat, and they get rid of teams like, uh, you know, like a sophomore JV basketball uh, cut list or something, you know, they, but, you know, you, they come and go, people come and go, the teams come and go, Chicago and New York, they, and, and, and Chicago, number one, that's a team, or a, a city, that, you love them having two teams, they deserve two teams, and they support both teams. True, for the most part, for the most part, the White Sox fans show up, and then they rob you. Uh, yeah, yeah, I went, I went to, I, I was at Wrigley Field before they turned the lights on, Okay. okay. So I went there, and uh, and uh, and then I also went to Comiskey before they built the new one. And you know, your knees are like in your jaw. The seats are so close. Oh, you yeah. know, it was really, oh, sure. it was really fun and interesting. But at Wrigley, you leave, and there's neon lights, Murphy Sports Bar, all this mm-hmm. stuff going on. You leave, you leave Comiskey. It it's like as dark as an alley. You just get your car and get the hell out of there. Oh yeah, it's lit by gunfire. That that that's how Southside <laughs> is lit by thank gunfire. They got rid of semi-automatic weapons. Yeah. I would have never found my car. Exactly. I mean, God, I'm I'm dwindling with the keys. I'm like, hey, can somebody go automatic mode real quick? Um, uh, the one city that I've heard mentioned over and over again, Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. I, you know, I, I like St. Louis, but, I mean, Nashville, a baseball team, you know, they have a triple-A team, I believe, for the Reds uh, right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, Nashville deserves a, a – you know, a major league team, but I really think the people of St. Louis deserve a baseball. Oh, they have a baseball team. What I mean, the fuck are you talking, you're talking about? The you're talking fans. about right football. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nashville. I mean, St. Louis deserves another football team first. Oh I think. hell no, they don't. Fuck the city of St. Louis. They didn't support the Rams. They didn't support the Cardinals back in the day. They can go fuck themselves. And my sisters that live there, they've got the baseball Cardinals and they're wonderful baseball fans. That's all they get. And they got the damn blues. Eat a bag of dicks, St. Louis. Well, they got the arch. <laughs> Have you ever traveled in East St. Louis, Illinois? Nah. There's a, that's like uh, Oakland's uh, little sister. No, no, no. no. That, that, that's Oakland's big brother. He said that, <laughs> that's where the Spinks boys grew up, and I ain't going to fuck around where Michael and Leon grew up. Um, but, okay, so I keep hearing all this stuff about Nashville, and I've been to Nashville, and there's areas for Nashville to grow and stuff, but there's another southern city that deserves a baseball team. I think another a little bit southern better. city that deserves a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to guess? Is that what you're saying? Or? It's in the South, and they currently they support an NFL franchise. They have a very bad NBA franchise, and no, I no, do no, believe no, I that they also have yes a hockey team, but they don't have yeah, a baseball. They have, they have a hockey. They have all. They have three. They need to have four. Yeah, Charlotte could support it. Charlotte's a, North Carolina. I mean, look at. And there's a college, I think there's a Division One basketball program every six miles mm-hmm. in, 
in North Carolina, you know, Davidson, Elon, North Carolina A&T, NC State, you know, they, I mean, they love their, their sports. So I would go with Charlotte with a baseball team. I like that. I'd go Charlotte over Nashville just because, A, I hate Nashville, and, B, I hate Nashville. So there you go. I, 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 at least I'm honest with you. And I'll be performing at the Bluebird this Saturday night. <laughs> Hopefully your song gets picked by Garth Brooks. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be checking out some of my classic. Uh, last story here. Uh, I don't know if you you paid any attention to this story, but I guess there was a story last week um, about a golfer. Max Homa was attempting a putt on the 17th. When he told reporters a fan had bet him $3 that he'd missed the putt, Homa made the five-footer. He says, I love that people gamble on the course, but it's one thing I'm worried about. So athletes now, because John Ram has come out and said, yeah, I've heard guys say that they'd bet against me making a putt. Are you kidding me? Yeah, let me get one thing correct right now. There's never been any betting on the golf course. <laughs> but, but wait, wait, wait. This is the part that, that – that really upsets me is that golfers I know are betting each other on the golf course in, in the PGA. Oh, of course. They, 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 yeah, every hole they're betting. These guys are going for it, yeah. Yeah, the, the, these guys are playing for a small fortune next to the big giant fortune of winning the tournament. But it's yeah, all about money. I don't think Rory and Kepka are saying, go fuck it, I'll give you blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's like a, I mean, it's like a sports book down there. Yeah, you know, that, that's what they do. I mean, it's bet on golf. Everybody does that. Yeah, I mean, you know, unless well, there's a couple courses outside of Salt Lake City that they mm-hmm. don't. Well, I, I mean, honestly, like, I used to play a lot of golf. And I, I, I didn't like to bet on the golf course because I like to just play. And if I bet on it, I'd put too much pressure on myself. But uh, there were a few times that I would go out, and in, in Sacramento, Lincoln Hills was kind of where the, the silver community lived, but I knew the head pro, so I never had to pay to play golf out there. And I would get in some of these old man leagues, and, I mean, they're fucking, you know, $10 Nassau on this one, you know, greenies, uh, holies, all this kind of shit, and you're like just like, okay, I'll just put my money in. I have no idea what I'm about to win. And it's like, holy shit, but golfers know all these betting things. And pro golfers know them better than anybody. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're, yeah, they're, they're so quick, and they got all this, uh, these angles and the stuff they do. It's like, uh, you know, it's, it's like the, the, you know, people on the outside, you know, that watch, there's people on the outside about sports, and they, they make these conclusions stuff, and they have no idea what's really going on. It's like you have, you're so far from what the really, the, the inside crap that's going on, you know, uh, with the, you know, with betting and stuff like that. And, 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 and they keep it, uh, you know, they keep it to, to themselves, obviously, because, but yeah, Lee, I think it was Lee Trevino. I'm like, well, who's, who's the Hispanic uh, older guy? Yeah, that's Lee Trevino. Not Lee Trevino. Yeah, uh, Lee Trevino. Oh, Chi Chi uh, Rodriguez? Chi Chi Rodriguez. Thank you, sir. Same guy. Uh, yeah, he had a, he says one time he said, I asked him, you, I mean, how do you handle the pressure when you got like a knee knocker, like a four, a five footer, you know, to win a championship? And he says, that's not pressure. He goes, that's, that's nothing. I have fun with that. He goes, pressure is when you got a $20 bet with your buddy, but you got five in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. And, and see, now players are getting mad that fans are, look, you asked for this. Your, your, your tour asked for this. 
You wanted the loud spectacle that that is that we all love in, in, in Scottsdale every February. The people yelling, the atmosphere. You got it. The Live Golf Tour came out, and they've got it. Beer spewing in the fans. And yeah. now golfers are upset. What do you think was going to happen there, Playboy? Yeah, I mean, and like 16 NFL players suspended for gambling. At Iowa State, Iowa gambling. Uh, and, but it's legal. the rules are, and I'm not to change course on this, but yeah, the, the, the whole let's get crazy with golf, the waste management, every every tournament's going to supposed to be, be like that now. You know, like everybody's cheering, gambling, they're betting on every swing. You know, you watch the football games now, and you know, a minus one chance that the third and ten that they'll convert. You know, it's crazy. It's just a, uh, uh, but in the NFL, you can bet not on your sport. And you have to be at least so many yards away from the home stadium. And if you're on the road, you cannot bet. Oh, That's the rules of the NFL. You can bet. If you're a player, you have to be, hey, hey Jim, you like the, the Red Sox? Okay, I'm going to run over to Spanky's bar there and put it in for us. You know, and I'll come back and I'll loosen up. Uh, you can do that now, and, and but they've suspended like 16 guys uh, for gambling. I mean, it's just everybody gambles. I mean, everybody gambles. Utah's the only state without any form of legalized gambling. But I mean, everybody gambles. It's just it's a it's like it's like marijuana. You can't stop it. It's coming. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have I have a whole list of rules on the show, but the first three are the most important. Consistency, logic, and fuck your feelings. So if we were to go the consistency and logic route, and we have seen that all the major sports are allowing these betting platforms, whether it be DraftKings, William Hill, what have you, they're all allowing it, which begs me to ask the question, why is Pete Rose not in the Hall of Fame? That's a, hey, listen, if you if you uh, bowled a three hundred every single time you bowled, you and you 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 bowled a thousand games and you you had a three hundred every time and you're not in the bowling hall of fame. That's the equivalent of that. It's ridiculous. Now, I mean, I mean, look here. You can you can yell at Pete saying he was betting when he was a manager. He was betting doing this, betting doing that. When he played the game, he did not bet. He did not bet against himself. He, If he bet, he bet. I don't even know if he bet on his own team when he was playing. Let him go in as a player. Fuck everything else. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's a couple guys I think you get a bet. It's a no-brainer, Pete Rose. What is the objective of baseball? We throw the ball and you hit it and you run. Who, who did that more than anybody else in the history of the game? Oh, okay. Probably should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I mean, it, it's an incomplete Hall of Fame. That's the way I look at it. I've never been to the Hall of Fame, and I do want to go someday. Uh, but I don't want to go until Pete Rose is in there because it's not a complete Hall of Fame. How can the yeah. all-time hit leader not be in the Hall of Fame? It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And uh, I, I mean, I don't see it. It's, it's stupid. And, and yeah, what about this whole Magic Curry, who's the best point guard? You know, who created this controversy that we're talking about now? Oh, the, the, oh, I, I saw I saw Stephen A. Smith and read the text that he got from Michael Jordan. There is no, there is no question that Magic Johnson's the greatest point guard of all time. 
There's no question. Steph Curry is a great shooter. He's a, he's a great ambassador to the game. Has he changed the game? Has he changed? Oh my God! Yes, yes. I no, mean. he hasn't. He hasn't changed the game. Magic changed the game. No, no. I, I see what you're saying. I mean, there's a lot more bombing from outside. That's what I was. But as you say, like transcend the game, like Magic and Bird did, or Jordan. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't I mean, done you, that. you you look at guys that transcended the game that moved the game forward. Doctor J. Jerry West, Bob Cousy, Bill Russell, Walt, uh, 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 Will, Will Chamberlain, guys like that, they actually did something to further the league. Steph Curry Could you had- imagine if there was a three-point line when Larry Bird was a freshman at Indiana State? Look, it, it, nobody wants to give Larry Bird the credit he gets or that he should get because they say, oh, he's just getting it because he's white. Larry Bird was one of the greatest basketball players to ever lace him up. The end. Period. If he got four years of throwing threes at Indiana State and then went into the NBA with a three-point line, I'm sorry. Could Larry Bird play the A's game? He could play the A's game probably better than the old one. I mean, you you know, just bomb it from the outside. Larry Bird is probably the greatest three-point shooter. I mean, Steph Curry is the greatest (laughs) 50-footer. He can hit him from everywhere, so I'm not taking anything away from him. But if Larry Bird had a three-point line for his whole career, you would see he he would be up there. I mean, he would be. There would be no question. I I saw an interesting interview with uh, Larry Bird recently. They asked him, they said, Larry, how would you do in today's game? He said he'd probably average about seven, eight points a game, maybe three assists and a couple rebounds. And the reporter was like, wow, those are low numbers for you, Mr. Bird. Why, why, why are the numbers so low? He goes, because I'm 66 fucking years old. Yeah, because I'm 66. I'll still, I'll still go down and do that and do my, my business. Yeah. Right, like the, so. yeah that's, that's classic. I love that. And I love when people say, you know, they, they, they always did. Go ask Magic. Go ask Michael Cooper. Go ask uh, Byron Scott or, or, or Gary Payton. But they they played the game, okay? You 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 eating lunch at McDonald's and you you know you're you're writing stuff. Go ask these guys how he played or if he's any good. See what they say, and then and, and I'm, I'm not I'm not boasting him up because he's a white guy. Michael Jordan's still the greatest player to ever play, and second greatest player in my opinion is Bill Russell. Those those are yeah, the two greatest. Yep. And then I I can throw Magic in at three. I'll put Bird in at four, if not five. If you've got somebody that can you can. LeBron's not even in my top 20. Yeah, and you don't, you know, when I'm talking about, like, people don't know the real inside, like, you really know the game, like, you play it and stuff like that, you know, you, you're not talking, we're talking about uh, inside, passing, um, ball to the wall for all 48, or, uh, you know, picking all passes, you know, seeing the game two steps ahead, uh, uh, really the knowledge of the game. That, Larry Bird was, you know, like Kareem said, Larry Bird's muscle was between his ears. That's what kept him going, bro. Yeah. I mean, look, look, Larry Bird had no athletic ability. He had a bad back from the fucking get-go. And he fucking dominated players like Dr. J and Magic and all those guys. And, and you can't take it away from him. And that was the golden age of the NBA was when those guys were in the league. Today's league, 
I, I just don't see it. I just, I, I look at Work it down low. It used to be you. Let's hydrate on his shot. Get the ball next to the bucket and then put it down. So they work the ball down low. There's push and shove and grab and steal. Now it's, no, come down, boom. That's, okay, let's go the other way now. See, you so know. there's something else that, that's missing for me from the game today. And, and I want you to think about this. I want you to think about Magic Johnson. I want you to think about Bill Russell. I want you to think about Larry Bird. I want you to think about Michael Jordan. What did those guys have in common? Championships. They played for the same team for about 90% of their career, if not more. Got to throw Kobe in there. Kobe also, but but they played for the same team. Right, they right, didn't get, right. And today's game is all about moving and shaking and getting this guy and getting this guy. Magic didn't need any more all of Hall of Famers on the team. He made guys into Hall of Famers. And I can nail down the great. We can nail down the greatest in two words: dream team. Oh, absolutely. Second to none. Yeah. That, that, that's the finest group of fucking basketball players, minus Christian Leitner, because Shaq should have been on that team. <laughs> he was. You know what? He was like. I was always a leader. You know. You know. You know he's a great player, Duke. Always a leader. Always a. He said this. I guess is what I kind of respected him a lot because he he was always always a leader. People rely on me. The, the, the team's on my shoulders. Blah blah blah. He goes a dream team. You gotta get your bags. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Shaq should have been on that team instead of Christian Leitner. Yeah, you know that, that that's a lot of that's a big. Uh, they both had some big numbers. You know, if you look at the numbers, they were both good. But yeah, looking back, oh god, everybody would love Shaq on that team. Oh my god, if Shaq would have been on that team, it, I mean, they couldn't be more dominant, didn't they? Beat Saudi Arabia by like seventy-eight points. Yeah, just, just crazy. I mean, and then boy, they said, and what happened was, it was Barcelona and uh, Charles Barkley. This is where he launched his career in broadcast. He became the broadcasting. He became the biggest uh, diplomat for America. He'd just go out at night, go walking around and signing. You can't do this. You have a security team or whatever, you know. And he just, you imagine you and Shaq walking around. They, oh, ding, ding. But everybody asked if, they, if it was an African American player. They go, you Michael Jordan? Are yeah. you Michael Jordan? <laughs> no, I'm I'm Charles Barkley. But thank you. Yeah, same thing. yeah those, those those people in Barcelona are all same thing. Large black man. He's just thinking like it's audience. I watch these documentaries and stuff, and, and so the people are if they don't you know out from here, you know, like well, I don't know Michael Jordan from here uh, if you live here, but they you Michael Jordan <laughs> Charles Barkley, or they would ask you know Dikembe Mutombo, are you are you Michael Jordan? No, I'm not, <laughs> because that's the only guy they know. You know, that's how big that guy is. You yeah. know, he's just worldwide. I mean, yeah, he's just he's just Michael Jordan. That's all. No big deal. No big deal. Uh, Joe, you got anything else for me today? I'll throw a couple things at you, really, if okay. you don't mind. No, I don't mind at all, my friend. Okay, really quick. Uh, I think if you're making the name, I gain the likeness, if you're making more than your full right scholarship, you should give your scholarship back. I disagree so, completely. At college. Say college. I, 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 you're I, I you're getting money. But it's way more. It's more than your full ride cost. I think you should give your scholarship back. Okay, let me ask you a caveat to that. Because it happened to Snoop Dogg and it happened to P. Diddy. Their sons were offered athletic scholarships, and people bitched about that because they can afford to go to college. Should privileged sons not get scholarships to colleges? 
know, they can, I don't care. I don't care what class you're in. I don't care where you're at. If you are, uh, if you are an athlete that they want to play on their football team, you should get that. They, what, if, what if they went broke the next year? I mean, who knows? It, like, yeah, no, that's not a, that. But if the kid himself makes the money, hey, buddy, let, let, you can pay for it. But mom and dad, I mean, everybody comes from whatever. Uh, the kid, the, you know, the kid that eats better than his mom at college because they're so broke. Or the rich kid, if, if they recruit him and give him a full ride, I, I, I'm hands off. I mean, I think okay. that, that that's fine. Okay. All anyway. right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you and I can agree to disagree on that, but okay. You think if there, you, what's the cutoff level that you don't get a scholarship at full ride? What's the income level? I, I mean, I, where I, do we draw the line? Oh, no, no, no. I, I agree that the, the privileged sons shouldn't be fucking held for the sins of their father. I was talking about if a player makes NIL money, that they shouldn't have to use that NIL money then to pay to go to the school. I, I don't think that would be right because then – I I I I I, they're, I think they're getting that money because they're playing for Alabama. They they they're, they're complaining. Oh, we make all you guys make all this money off us. Okay, there you go. You can make the money. Now you make a shitload of money. So you know, where, pay for your school. I mean, let me give it to some kid that you know, doesn't have any money and needs a college education. Okay. I hey, all right. Fair enough. You make a good point. I'm not going to agree with it, but go ahead. What, 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 and your other point? No. Your other point that you'd like to make. Just really quick. You're not bored, are you? No, not at all. Okay. You gave me a, you always give me a little a bullet sheet to look at or whatever. Um, I had some problems with it. I had to do the dreaded factory reset, and your your thread of uh, of uh, text did not come back. So I didn't have the bullet sheet. Um, oh, I want to say that I am throwing my hat in to the race for the uh, Russian presidency. Nice. Very nice. I don't, uh, well, I don't see any problems. I shouldn't have any resistance from Mr. Putin. No, no. And, and will, will Steven Seagal be on your ticket at all? Because he has citizenship there. Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal, and, uh, well, let's see. I mean, Superman wears my pajamas, for God's yeah, sake. That is true. Yeah, so uh, Messi out of control. What is up with that? No, that's crazy. That guy just, oh, you guys need to win a championship? Okay, I'm here. Wait, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You're surprised at that? Are you? you I'm not surprised, but I mean, it's just, are you this surprised? Guy just, I mean, he's just—he's just like. Uh, he's the best soccer know, player in the he's world. Radio, I mean, it's crazy, yeah. He's the best soccer player in the world, playing against a bunch of chumps in America. They're not even the best here. The best are in the European League. I know. Somebody said the other day, I forget who said it. America's getting real close to the Europeans now. Shit. Not, so. They're not even close to Mexico. Mexico's still pissed about that loss. God damn. I mean, no, stop it. Look, Messi came over here because he knew he'd have fun and score a lot of goals and get so (laughs) much money, he'd be be untouchable. Oh, my God. Man amongst boys. Uh, Reese Matter, young lady from Nevada. She plays at Reno, actually. She is going to be, I think they play today, tomorrow on ESPN, the Little League Softball World Series Home Run Derby. Okay. Got a young lady from Reno going to play next. You'll love this, the hot dog straw. Oh, I've, I've but, seen but, the hot dog straw. But really, from the audience, guess what? Oscar Meyer is making the hot dog straw. It's a, it's hollowed out. It's a hot dog hollowed out. Stick it in your beer, your soda, whatever. If, but then I found out it's not it's not made of, of, of meat. It's just really a straw. What? Wait, 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 wait. No, see, some guy did this at Yankee Stadium like two years ago. That's how they got the idea, yeah. 
Well, if you're going to release the hot dog straw, release the fucking hot dog straw. Make it a hot dog straw. Yeah, I'm glad tell you. Oh, it's not just a straw oh, made out of plastic. I'd rather have one of those curvy straws or whatever. Oh, I'll tell you this right now. I would rather have a hot dog straw than any paper straw. Those paper <laughs> straws are awful. Oh, give me a hot dog straw every damn day of the week. I'd, I would take that. That'd be fantastic. I know the hot dog. I know. I'll drill all myself. Good just Lord. like just like Billy Nelson used to drill in the middle of his uh, cigars and put pot in there when he played golf. No, Willie would never do anything like that. Come on now. Uh, Joe, there's a question someone has for you. Uh, yeah. It says, hey, Joe, what about the Nebraska women's volleyball team? Wednesday, Wednesday, the 90,000 people watching women's volleyball. You have told us about this volleyball thing now for about six weeks. You know what? I mean, maybe when you watch it, you know what? Okay. You know what? Let me tell you something. Let me give you a little advice for life. Okay? Whenever you see a friend, whenever you've seen somebody that you care about, just say the word mucho. It'll mean a lot to them. Okay? Oh, Joe, we got to end on that, my friend. I will talk to you next week. Getting ready for college football, my buddy. I love it, buddy. Thanks for the time. I appreciate it. See you, Joe. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, the one and only. 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Now, Bruce, you picked up on that. The American Pie theme there. All those songs were played in one of the four. Because I don't, the ones that were released straight to video, the band camp ones, I don't count those. And American Wedding sucked. American Reunion kind of brought it back. But I was reminded of those films last night as I was watching wrestling. Now, I've had a favorite wrestler for a couple years now, and he goes by the name of Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. Because he's better than you, and you know it. He's the world champ right now. Holy crap. Hold on a second here. We got somebody here who hasn't been here in a while. Hold on. Is it under S? There it is, right there. Sassy Pammy? Hey, cowboy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Good morning to you. So I, I, I'm watching it last night, and MJF said a line. Now, and by the way, I was asked yesterday in listener mail what my thoughts were. Um, Adam Cole is going to try to go heel, and I think that's a stupid move. Tony Khan is obviously a big fan of the American Pie movies because he has made the MJF character into Stifler. Stiffer was an egotistical jerk, but he was good at everything, just like MJF. And they built this character up. By part three, the wedding, he was a complete cartoon. Kind of like MJF is with Adam Cole, Bay Bay. See, nasty. Test. And last night he said something. He says, I'm not just a scumbag. I'm your scumbag. Which, by the way, is stolen right from American Reunion. When they call Stifler a dick. Yeah, Stifler, you're a dick, but you're our dick. And then when Stifler goes and punches Dr. Drawn, he goes, I'm your dick. Come on, Tony Khan, you got right better than that. And Adam Cole, go take an MJF fucking face? God, you're stupid. God, you're dumb. You don't know anything about wrestling. Oh, I've seen this. Stackhard just sent me this thing. There's going to be some show called Wrestlers on Netflix premiering in September. Oh, I'll be watching that. Haven't watched AEW yet. Watch it and see what you think. I haven't haven't given my... uh, And by the way, by the way, let me just say this right now. Just, uh, I I need to get this out. Otherwise, it wouldn't be me. Donald? No, it's Donald. Donald, there it is. Donald, good morning. <clears throat> the malarkey. The absolute bullshit of you. How dare you, Tony Khan? How dare you, young sucks? FTR, uh, I don't even know what to think of you anymore. But to try to make this a trilogy type match. To say this is the biggest match of your career, uh, I just got to say, uh-uh, do not do that. The biggest match of your career happened in Arlington, Texas, two Januarys ago. Or last January, whenever it was, December. It was FTR and the Briscoes in their third fight 
in a double dog collar match. You and the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks suck. Just fuck them. They're the worst tag team I've ever seen. Second to none. I would take Jobber A. I would I would take the Repo Man and the Brooklyn Brawler over the Young Sucks. I have an important announcement sidebar. It's Marley Matlin's 58th birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, wow, we got to do this in four. Hold on a second. Happy birthday okay. to Just real quick. There you go. Marley Matlin, 58 years old today. Oh, man. Did you hear about her new movie? Neither did she. Billy leaves his shoes just to return for the same match. Yeah, that, that you know, it swoosh. I, I, I don't want to ruin it for Stackar. I was happy to see Billy Gunn come back. I'm going to see Duran Duran tonight. So excited. Okay, her favorite artist, Most Deaf. Favorite song is Silent Lucidity. All right, I, I, I got my wrestling talk out of my system. There you go. I was not happy with last night. Not happy at all. You know what would make me happy, though? Uh, I'm going to tell you, may, maybe some music would make me happy. I don't, I don't know. Anybody got any music? Welcome in the Hellcat. My booty hall brown, my Gucci pink. I ain't never heard that my coochie stink. My come clear, yo come green. I'm throwing ass. Man, that right there, that, 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 that was worth it. That was worth it. That, that puts me in a better mood right there. Those gals, those gals are on fire. <laughs> no, that's not bad, baby. Oh, that, that's, a, that's a couple of rough sisters right there. Um. Like I said, I, I, I once again, I, I don't want to know who's come as green, but that's just, you might want to get a health check. Um, <laughs> I think we can halt the search for the next poet laureate of the United States. <laughs> oh, done. That, that search is complete now. I got to find out the name of this. Ba- Hold on a second. Let me see if I can find him on uh, Facebook or on TikTok. Did I save the video? Please let, oh, damn it, I did not, I did not save the video. Uh, let's see, let, let's see, uh, search, um, booty, stink, rap. No results found. Rapping, rapping, black women. Uh, that, okay, here we go. That ain't it. No, that ain't it. Damn it. I'll, I'll, I'll have to look it up later. I'll have to look it up later. And yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll play some more of that tomorrow, hopefully. Um, I, I found this story, and, and, and I have a problem with it, ass family. This is a story about an American tourist. Tourists haven't done the, the, the best things lately. 
People are etching their names into the side of the Coliseum. Some lady was over in, uh, in uh, I want to say France, and she was walking in between all this, this memorial of shoes that's left by the river that was set there for Jews that were murdered right there, but she just walked through it. This guy didn't quite do anything that bad, but, but they're trying to make it seem that way. Ang Kan Varak Shing. Obviously, he was a, a winner at a past spelling bee. He, the American, was caught on video using a Ghostbuster-style weed blower to smoke out a crowd of people on a busy street in the tourist island of Phuket in Thailand. It's spelled P-H-U-K-E-T. That's fuck it. In Thailand. In Thailand. Well, authorities did not like that. They were able to track him down and forced him to apologize in a video message. He said, sorry, I'd like to apologize to fuck it. I love Thailand. It was a misunderstanding. Now, he had to apologize. I, I got to think... I, I got to think something here. I, I stack our, I'm going to have to look for the, the hood rat song name. I, I will look for it. I've been to fuck it. Gorgeous. Um, a dude blowing weed smoke in the street. And he needs to publicly apologize for that. I got to say this. Uh, that is very, very, as we would say in the South, rich. That is rich coming from Thailand. You know, where the country just kind of looks the other way when they sell children. When the country is known for their, quote, lady boys, weed smoke is too far for the authorities. Now, I'm not a huge, I, I, I don't mind marijuana. I understand this was a rude thing to possibly do. But for the authorities to track this man down and make him publicly apologize, I would like for the leader of the, I don't know, is it a president? Is it a master sensei? Fucking mage, where you at? What, what do they got running Thailand? Pimp? Is, is he the head pimp in charge? The HPIC? The name, oh, the name call is Hood Rats. The song name is Hood Rats. The rappers are Sexy and Sukana. Well, off to the browser alert while I wait on Mage to answer my question. Sexy. Or it, it, no, it's called Hood Rats. I'm sorry. Hood Rats. Not Rats. Rats. Come on, damn it. Fucking thing. Hood rats. No, we don't want to hear that song yet. Ooh, here's the hood rats.
Thank you. You guys have all found the video. I've been there. Uh, it's scary, and it's run by the Asian uh, triad. <laughs> okay. Your librarian found the rap video about 3.55. Oh, that is, that is treacherous. That right there is absolutely, positively treacherous. Well, there's an album. Oh, we, we have to hit the album to see what other delights are on this. Oh, they have they stole a song from me called Pound Town? Take heat, fuck these niggas up. underappreciated style of music. Uh, sorry, Braddy, this is what Arnie's going to be playing in his truck. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. I have downloaded the, the sexy song, but that, that that's for business purposes only. <laughs> you know, y- y- people often ask me, Arnie, why don't you ask what's next? It's because I enjoy seeing what comes. I I, I, I enjoy the surprise. That right there, that was a glorious surprise today. Now, this next story I'm about to do, because I'm done with Thailand. I might get in trouble for this one. I, I, I was going to do it the last story of the show. That way I could get out after I said it. But I think this is one that that we deserve to relish in because not many opportunities like this come to us. Us us law-abiding fine folks. Sawyer's dad! Good morning to you, my friend. Um... He says, so wait a second, this is acceptable in popular music, and Jason Aldean, try that in a small town, is racist and offensive. Or this one. I've been selling my soul, working all day. Racist. Overtime hours for bullshit pay. Oh, so my I God. Out here White privilege. My life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. But, but this. My coochie juice and his dress. That's why he smell like cat. You can block my number, but he still gonna eat my ass. You can block my number, but he's still going to eat my ass. Because her coochie juice got in his dreads, and that's why it smells like cat. D- do I need to tell her that, that, that cat and ass don't rhyme? A Texas woman, Siobhan Canales, 
left reeling, driving home from her work the other day. This happened in San Antonio. 36-year-old mom whipped out her cell phone to record the incident's aftermath to show how close she came to dying in traffic. The clip was posted on TikTok. Wait, we've got If you are type 2 and take metformin, well, check your feet and legs for these two things. So, yeah, guys, I almost died. Somebody threw a spear through my car tonight. What? And... Wait, 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 wait. What was... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What? So, yeah, guys, I almost died. Somebody threw a spear through my car tonight. A spear? And... Just thought I'd show y'all how bad it is. Wow. But, yeah, went into my steering wheel and everything, so... Yay, me. Boy, oh, boy. So, travel warning. Official, hold on a second here. We got to, we, we, we have to make this official. Ogre, I bet you know exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Arnie State Show is reporting a, a travel alert to the city of San Antonio, because they are being overrun with spear chuckers. That's right. Spear chuckers are taking over San Antonio. In all my days of broadcasting, I never, ever thought I would ever get, I mean, have to report about spear chuckers. Oh, my God. Dear Lord in heaven. I, 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 this is, this is why I don't ask what's next. Are there going to be bunnies from the jungle around there next? I don't know. I have no idea. My God. Probably the next story I read is about a baby that's born in tar. First spear chuckers, then that. Dear God in heaven. Yeah, they changed the match to five on five. They injured the guy who couldn't travel. Probably he knows the lady that got a spear chucked at her from a spear chucker. When the spear hit the window, did she yell, Wakanda forever? My dick's so big, split her in two. She can't walk, asking how could you. Bam, made the next song for them. Oh, yeah, it's, I, I have to tell you, Mad Hatter, are monkeys invading porches? That's a great question. It could be happening. Babies in tars, bunnies that, that have rabies from the jungle. 
And worst of all, spear chuckers. My God. See, this is why I don't ask what's next. If anybody's wondering, when I saw that headline yesterday that said Texas woman attacked after someone hurled a spear through her car window, this whole segment was done. As soon as I saw that, San Antonio should not have a Zulu problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love our world so much. And, and you know what? Somebody's going to, like, like, hey, Scab, if you've got somebody recording the show, go, go ahead and try to use that against me. I'll, 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 I'll play the entire recording. We're going to hear about wind chimes from Alabama. <laughs> they make it so easy sometimes. You guys write the lyrics, compose a song by a mean AI drummer, and I'll press a couple synth bass keys, and boom, next big viral hit of the ass family. <sighs> now we have an Ethiopian woman. Who they're calling an Ethiopian Karen, who's facing bitter backlash after she unleashed furious tirade against Asian boba tea store workers, accusing them of stealing culture because the shop name features the word trap. The word trap is in it? What's the damn place called? The trap tea? The bobo plug in Aurora, Colorado. Wait, wait, wait. Please have video of this lady fucking doing this, going on a tirade. Oh, here we go. Woman, oh, here we go. I have a question. Is this black owned? Oh, uh, no. Okay. Interesting. So she's just going to cut through the line, <laughs> cut through, walk into people. Because she's important. Good, how are you? Yeah, Taro's flush. It's coming up right now. It's a trap house, though. Is that, is that Asian culture? That's not culture? a trap house. Yes, it is. That's the trap, trap tea. tea. I can show you where it's at. Trap tea. Trap tea. Trap tea. Trap tea. Trap tea. The boba plug. You're using black culture to gain customers. This establishment is uh, not black owned, but using you're stealing black culture. Is this not black culture? Trap tea, the boba plug? No, you're thieves. Asian Asian people stealing black black culture once again. Once again. It's okay, you'll be exposed though. You're not black owned. You're stealing black culture. Thank you're you for stealing coming. black culture. Thank you for no, I came here because I thought it was black owned. That's why I came here. First of all, you're Ethiopian. You should be happy with any kind of thing going into your damn body. Secondly, the word trap, I know that they've used it in all different cultures, but it means to catch something. And, and boba coffee, that, that's an Asian thing, ain't it? I mean, a- a- ain't Boba Coffee? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Mage? Didn't y'all people start doing that shit first, putting the shit in the bottom of that thing? 
and this lady wants to come in and start all this kind of hoopla. You see, this is the bullshit. This is the bullshit. This is why I stay at home. Because I'm going to tell you this right now. First of all, first of all, I ain't going to stand for somebody cutting in front of me in line. Okay, I, I don't put up with that. I don't play that game. I will tattle. I don't give a fuck. You want to call me a name? I don't give a shit. Do not cut in front of me in line. You aren't that important. I turned in a girl at Disney, and I, I, and I got kicked out of a vape shop here for it. And that kid's still scared of me. Little Jesus, you still out there? Uh-huh. I'll be coming to see you this week, boy. Weren't traps used by all cultures? Yes, precisely. This place wants to call it trap tea. It could be a tea trap that they're trapping you with their delicious tea. You stupid fuck. And it has nothing to do with white or black. You want to make it that way. See, this is what I love. Everybody wants to make it some certain way. When it's not, these fucking people, I would imagine that they had to scramble and save a bunch of money, and they put all their money together to start this fucking god-awful fucking tea place. Because, by the way, tea is fucking gross. Tea is bad. I know that a trillion people on earth eat it and drink it. Tea is nasty. Sweet tea, nasty. But okay, you want to open up a place and call it the tea boba house and you want to put shit on the bottom, you go right ahead. These people scrounged and they saved their money and they said, what do you want to call it? Well, we want to trap them here with our tea. Oh, okay, trap tea. Hey, that's a good idea, Long Wong. Thank you, Low Maine. Because that's what they're probably named. I live in Colorado and there isn't a lot of black-owned companies, so where does this bitch buy anything? And yes, it's Asian tea. Yeah, see... She never heard of a bouncing Betty or a bamboo skewer trap. She referring to a trap house. I get. I I don't know. Is that what she's referring to? A drug house? Because aren't trap houses drug houses? Uh oh. The Asian fella has got his hat on backwards. Up. Oh, that's cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. Hey assholes, stop going out and looking for it. You, you want me to find shit? I will find shit at every place I go to if you want me to. No one is more overcritically thinking about things than me. Okay? This is the problem that I have is I don't like to go out in public because my brain still works. And I have to remember to turn it off. Because if you want me to find fucking flaws with your shit, I am an expert. Negative? Fuck. Negative is positive to me. I would take a Dr. Pepper before tea any day, and that's from an Asian guy. God bless you. I took it as a drug house, long duck dong. Come on, man. This, this is the problem that I have in America. And this is why Morgan Freeman was so right about something he said. You can hate Morgan Freeman. I don't give a fuck what you feel about Morgan Freeman. He says the best way to end racism is to stop referring to people as their color. I look at Morgan Freeman, and I see a very talented actor. I don't have to put in the preface of black actor because he's a great actor. He's a man. And until we stop doing this, now, unless we're describing people to police, 
or to, to, to somebody that, that we're needing to draw him, why do you mention he's black? Calling a made-up Asian low main killed me. Well, I try. It's trap house because two things are illegal gambling house or back uh, or massage parlor. And who runs the massage parlors? The Asians. Come on now. Just ask Robert Kraft. I love these people. These people are so great to try just to find everything in the world. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I am that asshole. I am that asshole, by the way, in the bank. I will say something. I will make someone feel. I I was thinking about something because there's somebody I want to get into a verbal fucking war with, but I know that that this is true. You know, uh, I'm just going to tell you this right now because I'm going to have to I'm going to have to register my voice with the police department because it is a lethal weapon. My words can hurt. I know how to use my words to hurt. You know, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt them unless it comes from Arnie States. That, that, that's the way y'all got to start. Y'all, y'all got to start teaching your kids that. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt them unless they come from Arnie States. Because I'll say some shit. I will fucking eviscerate you. Maybe physically you'll beat the shit out of me, but I promise you this, you will have psychological problems the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, when I start to talk, it's like that scene in American History X where, where he just says, bite the, bite the curb. And then when I get in, my evisceration is, that's the stomp. Because I will fuck your shit up. This guy, if I'm in a bank, and we've all seen this happen, or a po- wherever you have to wait in line. I'm not a fan of lines. Ask Braddy Kid. I'm not a good line waiter, but I will wait in line. I hate it. It's a waste of time, but I have to be there. So I play by your rules. See, that's the way I look at it is. I'm playing by the rules. And we all, we've, we've all seen this at least once in our life. Where somebody walks into the bank, and they, they go past, they look at the line like... I only have a question. And so they, they circumvent the line, and they wait for that window to open, and then they go in, and they just go, I just have a question. I'll say, yes, yeah, so do I, and that's why I'm in line. And I will say it with at least that much vinegar in my voice. I, I, no, you don't get to do that. You're not better than me. You don't, no, 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 no. Did you not learn anything in school? And by the way, I dare you to say something to me after that. Because it will be on. I'll probably first make a comment about how you're more important than everybody else. And then you'll say something to me. Probably make some sort of dumb, because this, this, this is the way it always goes. This is the way, see, I'm a gladiator. I, I'm, I'm like Maximus of words. What happens is they'll, they'll try to go for a soft tissue landing here uh, with their sword of, of, of their tongue of swords or whatever, and they'll make a fat comment. Once they go down that road, there's no coming back because here's the thing. You can't hurt me with fat comments. 
I'll probably deflect that 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 advance they make with some sort of ha ha oh a fat comment something I haven't heard in my 52 years, and then I go jugular. I will find something on you that probably nobody has ever picked on before, whether it be your robust ankles, your giant kneecaps, your hairy elbows. And by the way, by the way, you might not have any of those things. But I'm going to say it. And I am going to make you cry. You see, see, Maximus, he got his joy when he put his dagger in somebody and, and he'd see, like, blood squirting up. My joy is when I see those tears rolling out. Oh, yeah. Because you went there. See, I don't, I don't go out there searching for it. I don't. I don't, people. Sometimes it finds me. And, and when it finds me, I, 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 I can't cower back. That would just not be natural. You're fat. You and your mama like to ride the wave. Okay? That's awesome. I've done that. The shock in their face is priceless. Oh, it is. That shirt will be done. Most kids have never heard that. Mine, mine have. Oh, Amen. They just entered a, a fight ill-prepared for the violent language that follows. Arnie will make you self-conscious about your weenus. Oh, oh! I, I'm just going to tell you right now. I, I, like, I come fully loaded. I ain't going to back down. And God forbid, God forbid that you have a kid with you. And really, the double God forbid here. Don't let anything anything be wrong with that kid. Like if that kid's wearing a helmet or something. Hey, you opened the door. I didn't. You cut in line. You were the important one. And then instead of realizing you're not important and getting to the back of the line, like the rest of us, you decide to double down and make a fat crack about me. I, I, you know what? I need to put this on my phone. So when I eviscerate someone, I can just play that when they're done, when they're crying. And a lot of you guys are probably saying, Arnie, you, you sound really upset in me. I'm not. I, I, I really am not. I'm actually a lot of fun to hang out with. Just don't fuck up. I try not to fuck. If, if I fuck up in public, I own it. I own it. If I mess up and I come after somebody and I'm wrong, I own it. Don't pick a fight with someone who's competitive. At that point, it has become about winning. Oh, well, I, I, I hold on. Who said it? Safety guy, safety guy, let me just tell you this right now. They ain't going to beat me. They, they ain't going to be more competitive than me when it comes to shit talk. Please don't make fun of my dicky do. Who are you, Lizzo, trying to body shame me? Might as well put you on a scene to Celine Dion music with all that privilege. I'm so gay, my dick tastes like shit. Want to taste? <laughs> See, you guys would be prepared. See, that, 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 that's what kind of this show is also. 
not only do we, you know, have to do the day's top stories and, and ideas and, and, and weigh out all the political issues that are happening in the world and get our two cents in on there, but I'm also training. I'm training you to be tougher in this world, to go out there with a little bark on you, a little bit of bark. You don't have to bite. Just know that you don't have to take those people's shit. You don't have to. There is nothing wrong with standing up for yourself. I can't believe that in the year of our Lord, 2023, I actually have to say that. But I feel like I do. And not to you guys, but just in general. It's okay to stand up for yourself. And you can say it's, oh, it's, Arnie, you get so upset over the small things. Well, the small things lead to bigger things, people. You never heard of the slippery slope? I am going to return to old form because I listened to somebody and I was wrong. I used to get really upset if I would hold a door open for somebody and they wouldn't say thank you. I would always used to say, you're welcome. And then I was told, you're opening the door for yourself, which is true. It's true. I open the door for myself. If I'm holding the door open for somebody uh, walking into a store or something, I'm doing that because that's the way I was raised. But you know what? Fuck that bullshit. You don't say thank you, you're going to get it. You're welcome. And if you come back at that, motherfucker, please, you might get a high yaw in the throat. I'm, look, I'm just being truthful because, I mean, I, seriously. Where the hell is it here? I mean, if I hold that door open for you and, and, and you don't say thank you and I go, you're welcome, and you decide to, to bounce back. If a man comes to attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi yah him, right? No, verbally. you goddamn right I am. It doesn't cost a thing to be nice. doesn't. See, this is why Roadhouse taught us so much. Patrick Swayze taught his bouncers to be nice, to always be nice, until it's time not to be nice. And then he would tell you when that was. You don't have the luxury of having Sir Patrick Swayze with you everywhere you go. I wish I did. Because then he could tell me when I could not be nice. I'm telling you. It, it ain't wrong. It ain't wrong. If, if somebody cuts in front of you at a store and you say something, there's nothing wrong with that. Why do they get to go before you? What makes them so important? Mm. You're welcome. Thank you, Jeeves. Oh, if he says thank you, Jeeves, see, see, once again, this is where my power of observation comes in a little bit too much. Is I've probably seen what car they walked out of, and if they say thank you, Jeeves, then he said thank you, and, and I will crap on his car. I will work up a Duke and, and, and do it right there. I don't care if his kids are in the car. He opened the door. Ogre, have a great day, my friend. We're going to call it also a day. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow being Friday already. Holy shit. You have made it to the weekend, people. Almost.
We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic day. And remember, San Antonio is full of spear chuckers. And I bought her a home with a view I took her to the end of the rainbow But all I left her was blue Seems I never had time
Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.